you know, this is a uh, a very important um, year in CFC history, and and so it, it was it was fun to do. I'm glad you enjoyed it, and and we'll probably do more of that type of thing. Not very often because they won't let us into their lab. <laughs> Every time I want to go over there, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So the the rat, like they, you know, they blindfold us and they bang on pans, so we can't, you know, we can't take any audio, audible clues of where we are. They drive you around in circles yeah. for like so, a half an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's an ordeal. Welcome in to the Section 109 Podcast. I'm your host and producer, Jay Buchanan, and with me, as always, are my lovely co-host, and as I always do, I will let them introduce themselves. I really don't know why you do that, by the you way. You know what? I said it the first time, and I'm sticking with it. <laughs> this is Matt Coniglio. You can find me on Twitter at WhiskeyIsFine. And this is Breezy, and I love Jay, no matter what he says. <sighs> Matthew. Nice. Where can we find you, though? Um, usually in real life, a lot of times at Chattanooga Brewing Company, (laughs) sometimes in the back of coolers, stocking beer and selling beer. (laughs) Oh, on the internet, you can find me, um, at Andrew Brzee on Twitter. So, uh, so what do we have today, guys? We've got, uh, our classic That's So NPSL segment. Yay. Uh, It is very, very NPSL. (laughs) Extremely. Mm -hmm. Maybe the most NPSL we've had so far. It might be the most on-brand that's the MPSL segment we've ever done. On brand is very specific and very correct. And then I think uh, we we have an interview that I think the listeners are going to find fascinating, and it's not really something that we've talked a ton about on on this podcast before. Uh, we have a, a long, long interview with Paul Rustand, very long about uh, CFC branding, the jerseys, uh, the design, sports branding in general. Uh, yeah, and, and like just a little bit about about him and his and his uh, life and, and soccer journey and, and whatever, and uh, I think it's going to be I think it's a fascinating conversation. I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. You know, and it's a really long one, guys, but it is worth every second. I think it might be the uh, one of my. F- I, I say this after every episode, like when we get <laughs> off the podcast, I'm always like, guys, that might be my favorite episode we've ever done, and I say that all the time. But I, I think this might be my favorite one we've ever done. It's yeah, I, really I, fun. I agree with you on that one. I think it is definitely my favorite, and I think we should jump straight into that so in PSL so that we can hurry up and get to it. So, you guys ready? Let's do yeah. it. That's so in PSL, everybody's favorite segment. I'm going to pass this along to Breezy. And we'll roll from there. And I'm going to pass the hot potato to Matthew because I think he has prepared the That's So MPSL segment this time. All right. So I don't I don't know if you guys know this, uh, but a little piece of news passed by uh, like maybe a couple weeks ago now. Okay, go on. Um, USL League Two, the amateur version of, of USL. You mm-hmm. mean the PDL? Yeah, the PDL. I always like that name better. Mm-hmm. Uh, the PDL announced that they had a new official streaming partner for the Please league. Please don't say it, but you're going to. Oh my God! Just wait, wait. Who is it? Is it ESPN? Can I guess? It's not ESPN. Is it's, it YouTube? It's my coochie. No. That's the moment that's, you that's, said that's, streaming partner. We're saying that's so NPSL. It just that's oh my. That's literally so NPSL. Are you freaking kidding me? 
This is the same people that like moved heaven and earth for nobody to watch to put games on ESPN and ESPN Plus, right? Like Time out. They looked at an entire year of the NPSL, who is very NPSL. Extremely. Doing, maybe, maybe the most. Doing terrible things on my doo-doo. And they said, this seems like a good idea. I want that. I uh, I don't even know. That is the most NPSL segment we've ever had. Yeah. That is like literally like... Like the- you could have just said that, like they chose my kuju, and we could have ended it. That is terrible. I. Yeah, but, but also they deserve all the bad things. That's true. Lots of bad things. Well, you know what? That's so NPSL, everybody. That's that's so NPSL. Let's move on to something better. Interview time, Breezy. Go. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Section 109 podcast. We're here with a special and distinguished guest, Mr. Paul Rustand. Thank you. Very distinguished. Very. I don't know about that, but I'll take it. I mean, I, I can say your artwork or whatever you want to call it is all over the walls of the studio and on my shirt. And, you know, it. Uh, I, that's very distinguished to me. Uh, well, thank you. I'm glad you like it. And we're here to talk all things CFC, uh, all things branding, jerseys, and whatever else we get into uh, talking about that. So I guess let's start at the beginning. Um, I'm here and joined by Matt, uh, as usual, my co-host and uh, Jay, producer Jay as well. And we were all kind of wondering, uh, talking about this before, because I don't think any of us know your particular soccer journey. So I don't know, you can kind of start wherever you want, whether it's when you're a kid or, or whenever you want, and kind of take us through leading up to CFC, kind of what your soccer journey was like, <laughs> or journey with soccer, maybe. Yeah. Um, uh, so unlike a lot of the guys, I did not play soccer. Um, probably the the key moment in my life uh, came in ninth grade, but I guess I became aware kind of of soccer as a sport. Um, in seventh grade, I was a big football fan, so I tried out for the middle school football, and I was not very good. That's um, fair. And then uh, we moved down to Asheville, North Carolina from Minneapolis, Minnesota, and there was no football at the new school I was going to, and um, there was no professional sports in North Carolina at that time, which is kind of strange. Mm. Um, and my dad had pointed out on TV, like, hey, they say this uh, basketball team is pretty good. We should probably watch them. And it was, you know, the North Carolina Tar Heels. And uh, they had a, a guy they're sometimes decent. Michael Jordan happened to kind huh. of be on that team. And so we started watching, and I really fell in love with basketball. So I'm, I, I grew up a basketball player. Okay. And I made the clear choice in, uh, I guess it was, uh, we moved in the middle of eighth grade. So ninth grade, they said, hey, you should come try out for the soccer team. We could always use, you know, any warm body <laughs> okay um, and i declined i was like no i must get ready for the basketball season and that was kind of a distinct separation that kind of marked my high school years and my college years where i was great friends with all the soccer players but i was not a soccer player so oh. i went to this uh boarding school that still exists but it's moved away from Asheville, north carolina called ben lippin school it was a missionary um kid school and mostly boarding kids and uh all the like local Ashevillians that wanted their kids to have a Christian education mm. begged the, the school to take some day students. So we were the weird minority, about 20 to 25% of us were the day students. And the rest were all these uh, missionary kids that would come and, and play soccer there. And so, you know, uh, our school, I think, 
up until my senior year, had the record for the most wins in a row of uh, high schools in North Carolina. They, in fact, had to play. And when they started, they had to play colleges because they were so good. They were just because you had kids demolished. that actually grew up playing soccer kids, uh, from all overseas. Over the world. Yep. Or, yeah. Uh, when I was there, they got a new coach, and we weren't particularly good. But I grew up, you know, rooting for soccer there. And then I went to Covenant College for a couple of years and was friends with all the, the the soccer players there. You know, names that you would know: Jimmy Weekly and Sean McDaniel were on the team while I was there. Um, so I, I was around soccer, and I thought I knew it. Um, but it just it really wasn't really particularly a fan. I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it other times. And then, um, you know, my I met my wife to be, and she played soccer. So then all of a sudden, I started to play a lot more attention to oh. soccer. And <laughs> I a lot funny. of soccer games. Funny that how that way. how that works. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and probably then the the biggest moment for us. Uh, this is a good sort of two parts of a story. But the first was. In 1994, we went to Italy that summer. As you might recall, that was the World Cup in the U.S. Yeah. And the Italians were just like, what are you doing here? Why? And we were like, what are you talking about? And they were like, the World Cup, it's in your country. Why would you come to our country? And we were like, <laughs> oh, well, this, is, you know, this is more of an experience for us. Um, that would not happen. You know, in, in, that, that won't happen in, in 2020. No, that will yeah, not 26. happen. That will not happen. Um, uh, and so the big change kind of came. We went and lived in Italy for four months in uh, fall of 2001. Um, we'd meant to stay for a lot longer, but there was sort of this big event that happened one week before we were supposed to leave called 9-11. And so we, it was just sort of a different experience than we expected. But while we were there, we lived in this little town, Ascoli Piceno, which was in uh, Serie C1. Mm-hmm. So they were in the C1 league. They were down pretty low. Um, and that was just a lot of fun to watch that. And the kids, the my kids fell in love with soccer. And then all the nephews and nieces, we have a, a kind of a, a big clan that we all live near each other, um, all have played soccer. And so it's kind of become a huge part of just our family, you know, family experience and family memories. Um, and so I guess probably the, the big flip for me was in 2006, right? The World Cup when Italy won. The, yeah. Rooting through that whole experience was, you know, the big day of july 4th when they were playing germany in the semifinal that was that was something else what, like what a game 30 people at our house watching the italians watch the game it was a really hilarious experience um so that was kind of a significant experience from there kind of grew into paying a lot more attention to international soccer um and i i still was uh, not a big fan of u.s soccer in 2009 or when uh, my brother-in-law came to me and said Hey, we're going to start this minor league soccer thing. Would you help brand it? I was like, what? What, what are you talking about? I didn't have any clue about yeah. lower level soccer. And he started explaining it to me. And I was like, you are an idiot. Who's, who's going to come to this? Like, <laughs> why? We have trouble with professional soccer in America. Why would anyone come to amateur level soccer? I, but I will help you. Okay. You know, so we threw together the, the brand and sort of uniforms and stuff like that in, I don't know, like a month or something just to help out my brother-in-law. And then when I came that summer, the hope had been, well, maybe if we ever grow, we'll get to that point where we get 500 fans, you know, then we'll kind of know we've made it because I did some research on the league. And, you know, that first night is a lightning thunderstorm. It was pouring down rain. The game's delayed bare minimum 45 minutes, but probably longer than that. I even got there late, and there's 1,500 people there. It was like, what? And going to those games, just uh, fell in love with it, fell in love with the team, and just kind of, I don't know. I I can't really 
put my finger on it, uh, what happened there. So I've just kind of been soccer crazy since uh, CFC. So been like a love affair, like little by little, as you, yes. as you like. Yes, yes. When, now you're in like a long-term relationship now, with soccer. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> so I guess going straight into CFC. So had you ever had thoughts of what you would do branding a soccer team? Or were you just like, no, all right. I never thought about it. Yeah. So what kind of, what went into that for you? Like, well, so the, the, the big thing was a, a real sense of trying to make something that could last for a long, long time. Because as you, how, look, do, you, how do you do that? <laughs> how do you do that? Uh, you don't really know. Um, as a designer, everybody has sort of their opinions of that. Um, so for me, it just spent a lot of time kind of researching what other clubs that were, you know, really old around the world had done. Um, and so that's kind of where simple symbolism, something very cohesive, a great shape tends to, you know, be something more lasting. So we really looked at back at the time, I guess it's changed a couple times since then, but the Chattanooga had a flag mm-hmm. and it was a big red flag with a blue, I guess, circle in the middle and a star in it and then these sort of oak leaves underneath it. So it was really based off the the Tennessee flag, I guess. So that's kind of where we drew the inspiration is like, well, you know, uh, we could have been like, you know, the Chattanooga Express or something like that. And we decided, no, that's just not quite as timeless as these other places where it's the football club of or the sporting club of or the athletic club of the name of the town. So that's we just kind of picked it like, let's just, you know, be clear on who we are. We did make that decision to say football club, which uh, we... That had to have been a little bit contentious. We, we, yeah, we, we had a lot of talks about it, but I think the board was kind of... Well, we didn't know it was the board at the time, but just the organizers were kind of in agreement. Like, yeah, you know, let's this is really is football. Let's call it that and, you know, kind of stake a claim. It was kind of a thought of how we could get attention, you know, maybe trick some people in, in football country, SEC football sure, country. Sure, yeah. Go, what, wait, what? Uh, and I think we did, um, <laughs> but and, it was just more just like, kind of to there was, there claim was it back. Ready-made merch that came out of that too. Correct. Because one right. of the first pieces of merch that I have, yep. uh, being a fan from 2009, was the "This is football" shirt. Uh, this yep. is throwball. This is yep. football. This is throwball. And then this the football, and then yeah. the "This is football." Uh, scarf. Yep. I own. Yep. I own two of those identical ones, not the originals, the ones that came back out in maybe 2014 or 2015, yeah, whenever they came out. Yeah. yeah, I own two of them. I, I wore one uh, two days ago, but I own two just in case somehow it ever gets discontinued. <laughs> I have. A, I have a backup. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So so we kind of drew the star in the circle uh, from the the flag that used to be Chattanooga's flag, which is no longer, and then because um, our you know our city crest is kind of weird and convoluted with the uh, point park cannon and all that yeah yeah it's, so, and it's not symmetrical particularly right and then we can make it look kind of like a soccer ball kind of like a star not really sure what it was now did you it looked a lot like a pentagram when yeah, we first started uh, yeah <laughs> Sheldon, <laughs> Sheldon kelly of all that. people was the one pointing that out to us and i was like oh right gotta move that a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> he was right though when i look back at the other ones i'm like yeah that looks a lot like a pentagram <laughs> oh that's, that's so amazing. good oh i uh, did you uh, did you uh if, if you remember uh the the CFC crest, did you steal any small thing from any any other club that you remember? Not overtly, no. I mean, definitely putting the two thousand nine on there, the founding. That's confused a lot of people. Like they've tried to correct us. Like you got uh, that wrong on your logo. It's two thousand nineteen. <laughs> like no, this is when we were founded. <laughs> um, 
but struggles. Uh, I don't know if I've actually heard that before. It no, makes me I've so happy. Several times. The very it's first like, time, the very no. the very first time I looked at it, and and I and I like I liked soccer, but the very first time, like 2014, maybe that was before that. It would have been like 2010 or 2011 when I was in Italy studying abroad. I looked at the logo and I'm like, you got the wrong year there. And then like it, it took a minute. I mean, like I should have known. It, it makes perfect sense, but I don't know. I just didn't think about it. It was yeah, two years later, and I'm like, these silly people haven't changed their. Yeah. <laughs> Slack and they're not updating anything. Yeah. Now, before we go any further, uh, what's your for for the viewers that or the viewers the listeners? I hope that no one's watching. Know, us. Yeah, for yeah, the listeners that, that don't know, what's your professional background and why would have uh, why would have your brother in law like come to you for? Also, who's your brother in law for branding? Got it. So, Crew Brock is my my brother in law. He's one of the really original people. I think it was. Him and Thomas Clark and maybe Sheldon. I, I don't know how soon Sheldon was involved. And then Crew looped in Daryl. So they were kind of the original uh, four. Real quick side note, if you want to know that story, you can go back to the Sheldon and Thomas episode and get all of those details. Awesome. Yes. Good. That was good. Um, but we, we, would love to, we would love to hear more, as much of that story from your perspective as you want to tell. Absolutely. Oh, I, yeah. I don't know that. I just know I, when I got looped in and my focus was mainly just on the, the design. Um, I run a studio called Widgets in Stone. It's a design studio. Uh, we do mostly brand design. So we that's my day job. So. So, so this would have been right up your alley. It was right up my alley. So it kind of fit. Yeah. And doing sports team was kind of on my list. Soccer team I hadn't thought much about, but. Side note, if you could design any sports team logo, and I don't mean a particular sports team, what sport would it be besides soccer, since you've already done soccer? Hmm. I mean, I guess because I'm a... Probably basketball, I think I would feel the most comfortable with. Baseball seems like it would be the most uh, wide open. You could do whatever needs it the most. You could do whatever <laughs> you <laughs> you could do whatever you want with baseball. Minor league baseball is the yes, wild, yeah. wild west. That's exactly right. Yeah, the yep. Jacksonville yep. jumbo shrimp. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there you can do the anything. trash pandas. Of yeah, the trash pandas or whatever. That. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. Um, and sorry, hockey fans, that I didn't mention hockey. I lived in Minnesota. I should be a hockey fan, but I'm not. So there, uh, if if you're out there and you're wanting a. Uh, a new uh, team logo, a new team brand. You need to hit up Paul Rustan and Widget, Widget and Stone. That's right. Widgets and Stone? Widgets, plural. I apologize. Stone Widgets singular. and Stone uh, for uh, for some serious branding. Uh, I, w- I want to bring up a controversial topic, and I'm pretty sure Matt over here has a, a big opinion on it. Oh, no. Um, where did the yellow jerseys come from? Uh-huh. That Been waiting to ask you that, by so the way. So oh, We've got a whole segment on jerseys know, later. As background, the... The gold was always kind of the highlight color. Um, it's been in our palette, and we had not really used it very much. We we had it a little bit in the socks and maybe on a jersey in 2013. Yes. And then we had it on the collar in 2014. Um, and it was um, mainly uh, Tim Kelly. He saw, shoot, I can't remember. It was an English team that had essentially that outfit and he was like, we should do this next year. I was like, well, you know, we've kind of been really safe the past, uh, I guess it was, what, By years? By that point, it would have been. Six seasons, yeah. 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 So we thought we'd, we'd go ahead and give it a whirl. So we did, to much infamy. But <laughs> uh, Well, I mean, I, not to take too much time talking about individual years, because I think there's going to be plenty, yeah, we have plenty of discussion to be had there. Yeah, uh, I do think it's it's one of those loud ambitious type choices uh 
that that did cause like create a lot of conversation and and obviously like you know we, we know the jersey sales were pretty good on it mm-hmm. they were they it were, also up coincided, to that point they were the best they'd ever been it had also coincided with two of our best years in in club history absolutely which probably didn't hurt yeah that's right uh, also it was a pretty great jersey design the season just didn't go so great so we all that blame end. the jersey yeah that end yeah yeah i, I understand yeah, let's it. not t- let's not talk about that end right now <laughs> yeah still, i agree still better um so let's go you had a question matt i think i cut you off earlier uh well so i there, there's one thing i, I want to talk about before we get into individual years sp- about a specific jersey because it's not really one of uh a particular years uh, uh option the owner's jersey yes can you can you ex- just talk about a little bit about the origin stony the origin story of the of the owner's jersey like how did where did the idea come from? Is it something you've been thinking about for a long time? Obviously, we didn't have owners until 2019, but the idea about doing the ownership drive was been kicked around for a long time. Yes, that's right. Uh, and then, and then after after that first kind of origin part, uh, go back and and talk a little bit about how you actually design a jersey to incorporate 3,200 names. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not quite sure where the idea to put all the names on the jersey originated i can point to tim found i think a colorado rapids jersey where they did something like it was season pass holders or something where they'd done everybody kind of fine print and and he found that relatively recently i think once we kind of knew we were going to do the ownership raise he was like hey we should do something like this so that idea kind of coincided right there it's highly possible that someone else had said something about it, and that's why Tim had it on the brain and was looking for something. Um, but that that really was our our inspiration of how they did it because they they did the same thing. They had so many. Maybe they put people into a, a number or something. It, mm. was, it was a little bit interesting how they did it. And with us, it would have been nicer to have the names be bigger. But you know, who knew? <laughs> Get we had we had a few of them. <laughs> yeah, three thousand two hundred ninety five extra people. Um, so then the process for doing it, it, this would be a better one to have with uh, my colleague Matt Greenwell and uh, the designer that works for me, Travis Hitchcock, because they were the ones that really spent, they probably spent 40 hours designing uh, it, working on how to make all the names fit. So the first thing they would do is do experiments of how can you fit, how many names can you fit into a certain area, what size does it need to be, how readable is it, all that sort of thing. But it was super complex when we started to get into all the different sizes of the jerseys. We basically had to design every single size from the youth small all the way to the triple X. Wow. Oh, that's interesting. So the, we had to take into account the dead spots where logos and stuff went that would cover up names. And so we had to have that was all duplicate names. We had to make sure that everybody was on there once in a place that was legible. Um, and even then, we still kind of had mistakes. Like I, we found one this past week. Fortunately, the person wears a large, but on the triple XL, his name is is covered up. Just we missed it. We knew there was going to be some people like that. Where oh, it was a lot more stressful than I thought. Yeah. So, so there's names on the front and on the back. So hopefully you have two chances to get your name on the jersey. Um, and we have a way we can, if you want to find out, you know, if you can't find your name, we can do a search and, and find it in the files. It's, a, But it is a complex. So there's kind of this. It's a puzzle pieces. So one is live text that's editable, and the others are all these names that are created into a shape that is vector art. It, I don't. I'm probably talking 
Too so listen, there's n- nerdy is acceptable on this podcast. Oh, oh, okay. Luckily, I understand what you're saying. We only. Have, <laughs> I'm glad Jay does. The thing is, there's somebody out here who this is very, very useful for. And I'm just fascinated that you said. So basically, if I'm understanding this correctly, every single jersey from the smallest jersey to the largest jersey are different. None of them are the same. Like the slightly medium, different. The, the two mediums are the same, same. but n- yeah. but none of like an extra large and a youth small do not have the same layout of names because. There have to be, you had to, they have different spaces they have to fill up with the names, Correct. right? Yes, yeah. And wow. so that's where I don't even know how Travis and Matt figured out the, uh, the, the sizing and the scaling and when they decided to keep them all the same. Because, of course, you can't just keep, you know, they're pretty small even on yeah. a large. So we couldn't keep shrinking them on the... Yeah, so a certain all, point. There's only a certain point. The text is go. all the similar size, right? It had to be yeah. legible, yeah. Is, it the, is the tracking different? Uh, the tracking is probably uh, the one thing that they would vary. Yes, to yeah, be able to make the puzzle thinking. piece to fit. Which yeah. for you guys, the easy track, there with the, the big track, words there, the producer Jay. Tracking is the space between the letters. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. He could have said letter spacing, but <laughs> yeah, I know he had to use some big words over here. Hey, Paul's at the table. So. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, let's transition into um, the CFC jersey segment. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to go back. Uh, there, there's an easy segue in, into the yep. 2019 jerseys. Uh, because they, the owner's jersey and the 2019 jerseys like have a similar theme. But I think it would be more fun if we start at 2009. Uh, so okay. we've, so because it'll, it'll, it'll kind of dovetail into the origins a little bit. So in 2009, you've just put together, by the way, why'd you, why, why'd we choose blue? Um, well, I kind of revealed it earlier, uh, being a North Carolina fan, the sky blue and the blue. Uh, <laughs> now, you notice that I've aired towards the, the Navy, and as we were picking the alternate colors, we kind of wanted to tie into something in uh, Chattanooga Heritage, and instead of going with the red and blue of the flag, we decided to make a connection with UTC. So that's where we're Navy. Navy. The Navy is the connecting point. The gold is the highlight. It connects also with UTC, but it's not a main color. Because the and sky the, blue takes, and the sky was the, the new thing okay. that we added to it. So as a, as a designer, I'm, I'm and I'm guessing here. Did you have a color palette that you put up? These are our branded colors, like year one. Yes. And yeah, gold existed much. in that palette yes. as an accent color. Correct. You just did because in two thousand not use it in the first. Because in two thousand ten, you had a scarf with it in the in the middle of the yes, scarf. Yes, that's correct. Yes, that's right. So what I, I there's an in, there's an internal debate uh, among supporters whether gold was an original color. Yeah. And one of the questions mm. that uh, yes. you know I, I figured you could answer is that it, it, it was, was yes an it original. Was, we had no really we didn't really need it that first year. We didn't have the opportunity. To so are there is there only four colors then? I are think, there four colors? So I, I think the first time that I can remember, and I might be wrong, the first time I can remember gold showing up was not during 2009 season. It was right around Christmas of 2009 because gold made its way onto the Chattahooligan shirt, uh, which I believe the yes, club produced in right. those early years. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I had forgotten about for that. For us. Yeah. I think that so was that light blue, a rogue thing that crew made. Yeah. So that, so that light blue uh, <laughs> that Chatt- sounds, Chattahooligan that like shirt with, with the And yellow, I think that like, was Marshall, my other brother-in-law, <laughs> being a fan of uh, the Denver Nuggets kind of sky blue and gold he was like we should make something like that and so i think crew just so, did it so, without even asking me and i was like uh, i, I mentioned i mentioned specifically <laughs> he does that a lot i mentioned specifically <laughs> that this is uh throw ball this is football and then that this is football scarf the other piece of that christmas present that i got all at the same time was the 2009 chattahooligan man you are an OG. Sure. i real, i really am he's over here flexing on me and jay right now <laughs> yeah I got, I got i got jay over here talking about tracking and matt talking about 2009 <laughs> I tell you, out of your depth. I, I brought I brought the liquor. 
I brought the wine. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Good you're, man. You're important, Brie. That's, that's, that's the good stuff, though. <laughs> yeah. So 2009, we've chosen colors. Uh, all this is happening rather fast. Very fast. The first year, there, especially considering it was all done in the spring right before we started playing, probably wasn't a lot of time to design a jersey. It was just like pick something in our colors and, Cor- and go, go, go. Well, yeah. And part of that story is we were also limited to Adidas because crew had a relationship with uh, I don't know his exact, exact title, CEO of Reebok, who Reebok owned Adidas at the time. Yeah. Uli Becker, who has moved on to do some other things. Crew got connected with him, and I think Adidas actually donated all the gear for at least that first season, and Crew can maybe correct me, maybe the second season. And then after that, we kind of moved into just being a client and paying for everything. So did we, we then use an off-the-rack jersey then? We used off-the-rack jerseys for the first four years, yeah. So the for for the listeners, uh, and and we'll we'll make available uh, and and public a kind of a, a, a website where you can go through and look uh, at the jerseys through the years. The two thousand nine, uh, and you'll want you're probably going to want to look at these while if 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 you're driving, don't do it. But if you're if you're at home, <laughs> yeah, go uh, go back later and check check these out because uh, there's put your to- phone down. <laughs> Just kidding. I, I see you four listeners. Stop it. Um, like we're we're gonna look at don't we're kill to look them at these jerseys. We need them. I see, now, well, yeah, I don't need them to get in a wreck and kill themselves. That's yeah. And two are the guys from the four two three soccer pod. You guys can stay. We like you. <laughs> they make up half our li- listenership. So, <laughs> so now the there was a navy jersey that year, uh, and a, just a very very simple whatever the Adidas off the rack was. Jay, do you have this doc? This this website, I don't think I do. I will send it to you right now. We can uh, edit. We can edit this, by the way. And we don't have to edit this out. The listeners can a uh, little peek behind the curtain. It's I'll, fascinating. I'll send it to you right now, and okay. while while Matt's talking, and you can pull it up so we can all look at the same picture. Okay. While Matt's you're sending to it see. to me, I know this may be a little bit shelf lifeish, but CFC was on Men and Blazers tonight. That's Ooh. right. So the Men and Blazers, like right now, just five minutes ago. Followed the Section 109 podcast on Twitter. What? Really? Shotted it. Oh my goodness! That's you a guys ter- are That's a terrible decision by them. <laughs> that will not last long if I can help it. With all the free time they have. Wow! 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 It's it's true. He's not lying. Oh my god! That is uh, that is very strange. Just a little nugget. If you're still listening. And and they thought and they thought they're uh, <laughs> if you made it this and they, far and, and, the and, they, and, and they think here's your reward stuff, <laughs> the audio podcast about design and and they think their stuff is trash so if you <laughs> look at this uh, they think their podcast yeah, is suboptimal that, that was a suboptimal decision by them all right keep going Matt so I'll, I'll send this to Jay are you are you emailing it to me yeah I'm, I'm gonna email it to you so we had we had a navy jersey uh, with a little kind of white stripe thing a uh, weird sort of swoosh a, a, a weird yeah. swooshy thing yeah. Uh, and then we just had a plain white jersey, uh, with that the tip, with the typical little Adidas stripes at the very, very yes, more uh, at the bottom of the sleeve than at the, at the bottom of the, the sleeve, shoulder. Yeah, which was very, very common. Yeah. Two thousand nine is uh, the year. Side note that I graduated from high school. We had Adi- we had Adidas uh, coaches polos, and all of them had the little three stripes at the very, very On bottom, the bottom of the, huh. which is how I date myself and, and recognize that. Uh, and we had white shorts uh, and white socks. I think we had Navy socks when we were wearing with the uh, the Navy shirts. Well, so uh, part of that story is that uh, Coach Brian Crossman, 
did not care what I said about how we should dress the uniform. So if he wanted to be white for home, they were white. If he wanted to be blue with you know blue shorts and a white top and blue socks, he wait, just did wait, whatever he wanted. And, and before the show started, uh, I, Breezy and I were talking a little bit, and yeah, we got to dig I, in and on I, this. And I said I, I seem to remember that there was no home, there was no away. It was just like we wore whatever. Although my reasoning was not Brian Cosman does whatever he wants to. But that's such a better reason. It, it is. My, 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 my suspected reasoning was it was the NPSL. Like, yeah. No, at that I, point. I could just say that, but it was the NPSL in 2009. That's. Like, the, you you the, wore the, the contrast teams, you had. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> affect us. Yes. Yeah. So the, the other big snafu. So two things. The, that weird sort of blue jersey was because the one that we wanted, they were like, no, we're out of that one. You have to get this one. <laughs> Love that. That's um, perfect. Wait, wait, That's wait. lower league soccer. Wait, yes. which, which weird blue jersey? The uh, Navy not, one with on the swooshes. It's I'll not on there? So I'll, I'll add it to that one because um, it's it's interesting. So it, really, it's in one that we've seen before. And it may have been the sort of thing where they had a limited even then. So some of the fans, like I think the kid jerseys are different. They don't have the swoosh on it. Yeah, you can see it top left. There. Okay, yeah, so that's the different. That's the file that. Um, that's the PDF. That's it. That's the PDF you um, sent me. So, then whoever embroidered the jerseys just did the navy and then did the white without changing anything. So if you'll notice on the white photo there, the the badge does not have a blue field behind it. It's oh. just navy and sky just blue. Straight up. Did you know this before you got it? Or did those no, appear and you went, just are you kidding me? Yeah, that's exactly, yeah. That's most of my life with CFC. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Okay, so that's 2009. Yes. Let's move to 2010. So uh, an interesting tidbit to note. So why we had such limited uniforms was we were poor back then. So uh, I think for some reason or other, Brian felt magnanimous at the end of the season and gave away think it was the navy uniforms to the players so all the navy uniforms were gone we needed the white ones so all we would make is a new home jersey and then keep the last year's home that's why we alternate colors from year to year those early years is because okay so i was wondering because the brian players kept giving, were, brian were, brian kept giving, giving away the jersey away, it was just became a tradition after at brian's tenure so that's, that's, i think uh, bill okay. kept doing it too so we go to 2010 uh we have this new home jersey because I believe you wore the same whites. Uh, Correct. For 2010. Good looking whites. And the, and the home jersey is half sky blue, half navy blue. Oh, yeah, we have to talk about that. And this. it's made by Hencappy. Yeah. Or it's got <laughs> yes. Hencappy. Yes. What I, yes. Which I didn't even know what it was. <laughs> what's a, a what's cycling a hen- jersey what's, manufacturer? What's a Hencappy? <laughs> A it's Hinkapee. a cycling jersey. Hinkapee is how you That's say it, I believe. George oh, Hinkapee. Hinkapee. You probably didn't know him, but he was second to Lance Armstrong forever and ever and ever. Very good cyclist. Um, and he started this company. Um, the reason we went with them is because I desperately wanted to design a jersey, and Adidas did not do custom design jerseys. Mm. Um, in fact, really nobody did back at that point in time. Maybe... Maybe Nike did, but you know we were too small for them, and mm-hmm. so I, uh, I don't remember. Somebody ran into this rep from Hinkapi who lived in Chattanooga, and so we talked to them and and got them to do it. And it was one of those where it was unpleasant because everything was made in Colombia, and we basically just sent off this design and hoped it came back okay, so you, which it really didn't. You didn't get a proof? No proof. 
Okay, so wait, wait. We had a digital proof. Okay, there are, there are a lot of questions. Oh, yeah, I, I have so many questions. Go ahead, Matt. <laughs> Number one. Uh, oh, man, I didn't even know where to start. Well, what? So, like, I'm looking at this jersey. Why? <laughs> no, no, that, that's, no, no, that's not my question. I love this, this, I love this jersey okay, so much. Like, it's, it's, it's got some flaws. Definitely has flaws. But also, it's incredible, and it's, like, historic and perfect let's, and let, wonderful. Let's start with the sponsor logo, Matt. Like, the sponsor logo, instead of being in the center, mm-hmm. it's on one side, yep. and it's, like, uh, larger than the crest, but, like, Small it's on, it's on the right pick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, what, <laughs> where, did, where did that? Was that? I assume that was part of your design, or was that a? It was a yeah, printing? just a design decision after kind of looking at all the options. This one felt the most balanced, um, so that's what we landed on. Uh, I guess at that point it was still a very, uh, can I use the word nascent? Is that a word? Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, relationship with VW because. They've basically been tricked into sponsorship by crew who uh, put them on our jersey the first year when I think we got a few hundred dollars from a, a, a dealer um, because he knew <laughs> that the factory was getting built. So when it got built, they went back to them and said, you guys were our sponsor last year. Wouldn't you be our sponsor again? And they were like, uh, <laughs> sure, I guess. How much is it? And they gave us the money. Um, oh, that's beautiful. It was brilliant. Um, so yeah, this was just one of those, I think where this is where I'm young enough and don't have enough appreciation for the history of soccer that we just kind of did something wacky. I saw in Spain at the time, uh, racing Santander, um, racing Santander was in the, um, La Liga, whereas now they're, they're in the second league. Um, and they had a split Jersey and they had it split all the way, like even socks oh, the wow. same color and Snap. shorts were split it was uh theirs was black and green but i was like that is super interesting uh so i want to do something like that I couldn't get the short split and brian would definitely not do sock split so <laughs> also shout out to racing santander for yes, uh, being back yes in the second division that's right earning promotion last that's year. right that's right so so that so the, the double the split jersey choice was just because you're like i may only get one shot at this ever so screw it i'm just gonna do it yeah, it was just what I was into in that point in time. That's Sorry, awesome. all you CFC fans. That That's I so as, as the true artist that you are, I love so, it. I love uh, it. The, you know, it's a really weird fit because it's made for cycling, so it's like super tight and and kind of just not a soccer player fit. And the logos were just much bigger on the sleeves than they should have been. Um, partly that was our fault for just not specifying. Don't let them get any bigger than this size. We just sent them the you know, the file, the way we laid it out. And so I guess they scaled it to what mm. they thought was proportional. So there's plenty of awkward things what, about it. What other things uh, in the Jersey were you, did it came back in un, as unintended consequences? I know you said you sent it off and they came back and you're like, Oh yeah. Are, were the colors right? The colors were pretty close to right. They're a little bit more. Um, we had, we've, we've had sort of this dance back and forth, depending on manufacturers, a certain Navy sometimes looks awesome and other times looks almost like black and mm. we've had another navy that sometimes looks awesome and sometimes drifts a little towards royal blue that's a that's a conversation we can have no, we'll get there later but we'll get we'll get there in a minute because i've got a few years to go i yeah. have a conspiracy theory and then the same with the sky blue we have this one that drifts towards this weird almost pastel sky versus sort of being that rich one well that one they screwed up too so the one you're wearing right now from this past year a little more on towards the turquoise teal it side is, yeah. than, than it should be. Yeah. How, how how does it still bother you? 
No, this one, I've gotten over this one. It's just, sometimes you just need a little space. With designers, there's like design remorse most of the time. So you'll make something that you think is really cool and it's done. And you're like, you see all you can see are the screw ups. And so you're like, ah, and stick it on the shelf. And then you come back to it three months later and like, oh, that's not as bad as I remembered. You this know, is this is a really, the and so for, for a, a, Andrew's wearing the, the 2019 Away, away yeah. the sky blue. And it looks fantastic. It's it's one of my I, I only so I, this is the first year I always like our jerseys. I've never wanted desperately to buy all three before. I always have a favorite. Like some some years, it's yes. like oh, I like the yep. away better. Like yep. I like the home better. So occasionally, I like, I like I like that goalkeeper so much better. But yep. this year, I liked all three so much. I only bought this one so far. Um, just I mean, wait a little bit. The prices will yeah, come down. Been, <laughs> I may hit up Smo and be like, hey, you got any, any uh, things? And I'm, as, I'm, as I'm itching myself, uh, itching for a jersey. But I think he's he's got a, a big batch that he's happy to get rid of. I may, I may I'll have to hit him up. So with, we'll, with, we'll have to get to my, the first jersey I ever bought, which we've got a few years to go. Okay. And, and there's a reason for that. Okay. When it comes to uh, manufacturers of a jersey, you give them the hex color. Does the hex color ever come different for like the brand? You know what I mean? Like if, if you know, Hummel does it different than an Aria, does it different yes. to Diodora or yeah. whoever's making it? We, we've worked with Pantone colors, but yes, it, it, I think they all have different ways of doing it. And so that's why we ask for a sample and that's why we send a physical sample back usually gotcha. when it's wrong. Like, you know, and so the problem with this one was it's in China and I think he'd already sent it down the path and was, you know, he humored me like, yeah, I'll tell them. And no, they didn't change it. <laughs> so this, I'm since uh, for anyone that we said I'm wearing the light blue. So I take it is this what? Which direction should this blue be? It should be a little less bright. It should be a little less electric. Yeah, it's more electric. of an electric. Yeah, yeah. See, I like this electric. I don't. I yeah, don't, it's I, not a bad look at all. It's just not right. It, at least it went with the white. You have white in it. You have yes. all the white. So like the electric fit a little bit. Yes. Also, it pops out really well under the lights. Correct. Yes, it at does. Finley Stadium. And it actually looks lighter when it's out on the field. I right. think. Right. Right. Yeah. Against so three. let's move. Yeah. Let's move to uh, 2011. 2011. Yes. Uh, so the big uh, innovation this year that we had <laughs> to work with was that we could do dye sublimation. And what, is, and what so, does that mean? Uh, so with the first two years, we did silk screening, which is just yeah. uh, you know a flat color. Flat color. You know, a really talented silk screener could do full color, but it just. Uh, it was m way more expensive, you know, mm. so instead of paying a dollar to put your logo on there, you're paying $5 per jersey. And so it just was one of the things we didn't do. Whereas with the dye sublimation, you print this thing out on a laser, uh, inkjet, sorry, and iron it on to uh, a jersey. So that's why we kind of flipped back to the whites. So that way we could iron on the 3D VW logo that, you know, VW changes their logo every couple years. No one yeah. knows this because okay. it's in general felt kind of, for many years, it felt like this one, but they changed it like every other year. And so they would mandate that you have to use this logo sure. on the jersey. And it was like, what? that's a big full color logo. How are we going to do that? Fortunately, um, crew bought a little heat press machine <laughs> and we would pay to have these inkjets printed out. And he <laughs> did them by hand. Every single oh, one. Every single one. Now, I don't know how many he did. I mean, Were he, you selling jerseys? He like forced his... Yeah, yeah, we sold them as season passes, but they were not like wildly popular merchandise items. But, but in the, so in the early years, though, if you got a jersey, it had been heat pressed by crew or somebody this, that crew this had year for roped sure. into it. Yes, yeah. Did he do that in the print shop next to the office? No, he did that in his living room. Yes, <laughs> or, or in his even basement. better, his cellar, his scary cellar. <laughs> I think he amazing. had the children doing it at one point. It was like, <laughs> crew, now, what are you doing? Let them. Eat. <laughs> 
Now, the interesting thing about the 2011s, especially compared to the 2009s for the away, the white, is that it looks like there's a little bit of like a tiny bit of gray. Yeah, there was this uh, weird. Like horizontal it was more of a finish uh, on it. It was like flat. Uh, the best way I can describe it is kind of like it was like a flat, normal jersey texture, and then this kind of sheen to the to the jersey in these sort of hoops, horizontal lines going across it. It was interesting. It, was that a design feature, or did that just how it came? Yeah, that was how the Adidas came. Okay, so this was a, an off-the-shelf model that you just. Put our, I mean, I see our logos are on the shorts in this one, which is Correct. cool. The crest is actually Same. on the shorts. Yep. That was again, ooh, Dice Elevation. Why well, you can put a logo there? Why don't we? <laughs> yeah, well, and it's a full-color logo on the shorts. It looks, I mean, incredibly professional. It looks good. For yeah. the third year of an amateur team. Yes, it was good looking. Uh, now, I have a one random question. Uh, what is, what is, and I'm pointing to a logo on the right on the sleeve, sleeve on the right that sleeve 2011 what yeah is that i logo? think that was because we'd finished as a runners-up uh we'd won the conference in our second season in mm -hmm. 2010 and we went to the national championship and were runners-up uh so we made a, a, a logo for that okay on the second season i don't remember what that was it was just kind of a generic we just uh, felt like we needed something on that i think right it's an official something yeah official team or something like that uh, if you've got a 2010 jersey, please get at us in the comments and replies. Yes, I'd be definitely. Um, okay, so let's move to to 2012. Yep, it's still Adidas. Correct. Uh, but instead of having these subtle hoops, we have uh, full length stripes. Yes, vertical uh, stripes. Yes. Yeah, not not unlike big bold stripes. Not unlike uh, several well known. Uh, Kits from around the world, AC Milan, Correct. Atlanta United, Correct. et cetera, et cetera. Well, Atlanta United came after us, but that's fine. Yes. Yeah, everyone came after us. Yeah, so this one was well. kind of a frustration. I think we'd wanted to use Sky Blue, but Adidas's Sky Blue was uh, more uh, like Argentina kind of turned up, like so much more teal. And when you got it on the green field, it kind of had a green in it, and it really did not look the way it was supposed to. So this was just one of those years where it was like, screw it, let's just be really traditional soccer, pick this stock stripey one and go with it. Speak and then the part of the weirdness about this one, which is, uh, I guess like Arsenal who put that badge in the middle uh, of their jersey one of those years, it was just kind of uh, heretical. Like I I'm, I'm think Jimmy Weekly was incensed that we'd remove the badge from the heart area which is not really the heart area um to put it on the sleeve he was just like what how were they gonna kiss that and like what you just lift your arm up and <laughs> kiss the badge what's the big deal i don't think it's something i noticed at the time uh but definitely after the fact i was like that's kind of weird it's, it's very weird i'll be honest i didn't notice it till just now yeah same yeah. here i was getting ready to say that well the reason we put it there is because we were having so much trouble getting it feel to feel legible on top of that yeah, because well, of the white go, like, and the navy. The navy were so it was so stark. And you would have had to make that really, really small to fit on the navy. Yeah, stripe. that was the other thing. When we made it the right size, it just felt weird being bigger than the stripe. It just it was, you know, again another uninformed soccer uh, decision. Des design also, seems so easy at times, and then you sit here and talk to somebody like you, and you're like, "Wow, I would never." I don't know. Yeah, I would have. I would have okay. just uh, rage quit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the seventeenth time I resized the logo, I would have just smashed the computer. Yes, yes. But also, I, I think that when when you get into uh, not to skip ahead too far, but when you get into to twenty fourteen, mm -hmm. there's a vertical a vertical line to deal with, and, and we had to deal with that. Uh, we can get to that in a second. Yes. 
Um, let's move. Let's move to 2013. Sure. Mm-hmm. So 2013, uh, we are no longer having Adidas jerseys. Correct. This We've is the moved, first year. This is the first year of Diodora. Um, and and it's the first time there's yellow. Correct. Gold. In the color palette on the jerseys. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and it's also Matt will the, never refer to the the uh, the gold as gold. And and it's also the first time that I think we were intentional about, uh, and maybe I might be wrong, but a keeper jersey. Correct. In terms of that's right. Bringing it into the that is that is correct. That should be noted that in years past it was just kind of an afterthought. I think it did get the logo on it, the sponsor main title sponsor logo and a badge, but that was about it. It was just an off the rack, whatever, whatever, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever was somebody there. wanted. Yeah. And no, which, which is not unlike how MLS still does it. <laughs> and, and keeper jerseys in, in, in your color, in the color palette, at least early on, they didn't necessarily follow the color palette. They did, did they? not follow it at all. Yeah. That was, a. Uh, I, I honestly don't know why it didn't factor in Maybe uh, I mean, the coaches may have asked me like, here's the two colors we can get, which one do you want? Uh, but I don't recall that at all. So I think it was, you know, we just tried to deal with what we had time for. Yeah. And so for the, the, the we're looking at the, uh, well, first of all, producer Jay just walked in with the, uh, the jersey we're looking at in person. Um, so so this was what we wanted the main jersey to be, but Diodora had sold out of all but like 30 of oh, really? jerseys. So we had to make this the special U.S. Open Cup jersey. Which is why it has U.S. Open Cup on the sleeve. Correct. Yep. This is my favorite part. And yeah. U.S. Open Cup on the chest. It on has, the chest, yeah. It has two different logos. It has, yes. look at the uh, the sleeve, which is the sleeve logo. So the sleeve logo is, no, so this oh, is I'm sorry, the that's the Southeast, Southeast Championship. I'm sorry, Southeast yeah. Champions. Yeah. Because um, we won in 2010 and 2012. Correct, yeah. Both and years we went to the national finals. Yes, that's right. So every year that um, I go and help it used to be clean out the closet and then it became, you know, the back room at the office and they would always give me stuff. So this actually has number 22. Ooh, so we I need to look up who lot, that is. A lot of jerseys that I have, have I have like a number one, a number, a number 23, a number uh, 40 something. So I have a bunch of random numbers, which is my favorite part. Send pictures the of them. Year. We'll look them up. Yeah. Okay. I should. They're all in that closet right there and I need to go get them. All right. We'll let you take a look. So we have... We have the open cup jersey, which is blue, with white shorts and yellow socks. Correct, sky blue. Yeah. Yeah, we have an all white. All white. Yep. And then we have a white jersey with blue shorts and yellow socks. Correct. And then uh, Thomas Hunter's featured uh, as our in our keeper kit, wearing green. How with, did you choose green? With either navy Again, blue that or was black. Not really sure. What they had. Yeah. Okay. So I have a I have a question. Now that we're in the middle, as a pause, like when you're looking at designing jerseys and you're thinking about um, going for, I know you said you weren't really a soccer guy, which is why you you were able to maybe make some of the choices you were without the the predispositions to say, oh, I can't do that because X Y Z. Right. Putting the thing on the shoulder. Did you have, or and maybe do you have now, a preference for a particular color at home and a particular color on the road? Yes. This year we kind of mandated. Like, let's put on big boy pants and be like most of the established clubs where we pick at least the home color is always the same. So navy is the home color for per- perpetuity. Make, the, yeah. make so the away teams adjust to the what away we teams, wear. Yeah. yeah. So from 2020 on navy or or sky or just navy? Navy. Navy will be the home color. Correct. 
Um, and so you, you've noticed the past three years, I think Navy's been yeah, the home color. Yeah, I, I did notice so that. So we sort of set that precedent. Um, but a, a thing that has come up even this year, so by having Navy and Sky, um, it, it, our repertoire was not big enough for referees who I guess have visual problems because mm. Royal Blue being a common competitor color, they do not want Navy or Sky on the field with a Royal Blue. So then we had to have a white or something else. Um, that's uh, Jordan uh, Matthias just made us kind of aware of this this year. He's like, uh, hey, we need some sort of other outlier color for those times that we go away. And now we need, you know, we found we need uh, a lot of times you notice Greg Hartley would be wearing a jersey from the year before. Yeah, I, I always did because know. So, the, yeah. the goalie on the other team had the same color as him, and they didn't want that. <laughs> which I guess you know for that one single chance that there might be a well for a, for which is, running which is up how, on a what, they, that's why they wore the gold one so often yes. because right. no one ever had a that's gold right. one exactly. which for several I seasons thought, I have a lot of thoughts multiple about seasons yeah. actually actually I yeah. think so I, that's just been revealed to me this year because we finally have a full time designer Sean Bernie who's amazing working in the office and he shout out Sean is brand out, new to soccer we we got him to drink the kool-aid and he is <laughs> uh, he is drinking a lot of it and, and so he's played on our d3 he's been interviewing and asking all sorts of questions digging in so this yeah. was his first year to contribute to uniform designs 20 for 2020 um and uh, that was some of the research that he uncovers like well that's helpful that's very good to know why <laughs> why would no one tell me that yeah. so <laughs> you would so going forward then we're gonna see navy some version of navy as a home some third kit, alternate kit, because you're going to have Correct. to have something that's a third, and then so which, which could be like licensed to be crazy. It could be crazy, yeah. That's so it doesn't have most to be white. often will be crazy, yeah. Oh yes. We, see, I'm I'm always of the opinion that either either the third kit and the goalkeeper kit, either one or both, should be very weird. Let's yeah. let's save that discussion for after we finish the okay. The sorry, years because yeah. uh, we could have some fun there. Oh, also, side note. Uh, Jay's 22 jersey that he that he brought out. Oh, you looked it up. Awesome. Uh, I've looked up the roster using the Wayback Machine from uh, from 2014. That's Thank, the boy shout Leo. Out, shout out Chris Barr oh, for telling me how to do that. But is this this is this would have been 2013? Yeah, 2013, 2013. Yeah, because that's when the Open Cup jersey was yep, was from. Yep, correct. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't just, know Leo was on that popped, team. Actually, wait a second. Hang on. Did you go to the wrong? Did one? I do it wrong? I might have done it wrong. Oh, you're in 2015, yeah, bro. I was wondering. Hey, hey we take, still love Leo. Though. I was just trying to take oh, yeah. a date. Yeah, I was going to say, a, that is that an awesome jersey. Oh, look at those. Oh, look at yes. those young whippersnappers. <laughs> yeah, this is it. Oh, look at Adam Reeks. It's going to be... Oh, Will Linder. He's still a baby. He still okay. looks the same. Samuel Barnsley of Wright oh, University. That's an interesting one. I don't Sam know. Sam hit me up. Don't remember that. I don't know who that $100. is. I don't remember Sam. Sorry, Sam. So, yeah, I don't, I don't remember who that is. So, um... There you go. That's interesting. But also, here's here's the, and and it, and it may not. I mean, he's wearing a. Well, it doesn't really matter because one thing I noticed, and 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 may, I'm curious if, if you know the the backstory on on some of this. One thing I noticed, especially, in 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 those earlyish years, sometimes players would have established jerseys, and we would all learn those numbers because they'd wear the same jersey at home every game. Then they would go on the road. And just I don't know where, brand like something random like Luke Winner would wear seventeen at home, uh, but if you look at the the jersey he's wearing, uh, scoring the goal against the New York Red Bulls U twenty threes in two thousand fourteen, he's wearing number eight. That's right. Yeah, 
So I I don't know why there would have been such a discrepancy for them to be able to have the same jersey at home, um, but it, the the difference between the home and away would have been because they just made the jerseys ahead of time, most of the time not knowing who was going to wear them, yeah. and so the, you might have you know Luke might have had seventeen, but that jersey is a small or you know a XXL or, or something. Or I imagine that just like sometimes the. Because I mean, normally we would say like seventeen is a medium, like a medium through everything. But like Correct. also back then it may not. Because well, yeah, and when you change, yeah, uh, manufacturers, the sizes ha- have changed. Because we would have changed manufacturers and yes, uh, correct, uh, okay. yeah, okay. So that's okay. my guess, but I don't really know. That's a little bit strange. That's yeah. I mean, it, it is just one of those things that I just assumed were kind of normal because it was it's lower division soccer. And Precisely, yeah. That was maddening because people would be years. looking at the numbers and going. That's not the guy who was last yeah, ex- week. Exactly. Yeah, it sounds like a whole uh, that's so MPSL segment. It in is itself. very true. <laughs> it was very for, true. it was for years. So okay, so that's 2014, or I'm sorry, 20, 2013. Let's move on to 2014, because now we see that as we talked about earlier, the yellow that was in the short uh, in the socks is moved to an accent color around Correct. the collar. Correct. Uh, on the on kind of on the run the number two. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's a very, very, I mean, it's, it's a wholesale departure from, from previous, not necessarily like the, the sky blue, because uh, that came back from the, from the Open Cup jersey. Correct. Uh, but it's sky blue and white. Yes. Yeah, so this is a, another part of the feature of that we wanted to do sky blue for so many years. This is the first year that uh, we can actually do a custom jersey through our jerseys guys, Diodora. Um, and so this is kind of what we did. Um, but yeah, it was mainly the wanting to be mostly a sky blue Jersey, but not wanting to be as boring as just an all sky blue Jersey, especially cause we could, uh, custom design it. So, um, this was kind of a brainchild of that. I think this was mostly inspired by my son. He, he sent me this design of the blue and I was like, yeah, that's okay. I think. <laughs> and then, you know, the more we kind of went through designs, like, this is pretty good. I, I think we'll just modify it a little bit and use it. So th- there's all sorts of little details that we added into this. Yeah, so so talk about some of the, the extra details because it's also the first time that we had like super subtle. Uh, you had to like kind of look closely at it. Uh, talk, us, talk us through some of those. Yeah, so part of that idea was the hope to add to these little features that when people buy the jersey, they're like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know that was in there. So we have the, the star ball symbol from the logo as a very subtle pattern just repeated throughout yeah, the that, that was the, the thing sky. that that's the thing that i noticed that was my first jersey i ever bought and when i saw that i was like wait a minute what yeah you also became a fan of the club in that year that in that year, year. Yeah. Yeah. So, so notice how notice, notice how breezy has the first year he was a fan that's right jersey that's and we right. still haven't gotten to my first jersey yet. <laughs> oh you that's because he has stingy because i we'll, we'll talk about that we're, we're almost there um, and, and then, yeah, up here, uh, we had on the collar, which is gold collar. We had sort of a, a navy white and sky stripe, kind of like a, um, and inter- a gold, international flag. And a gold, a gold collar. And then the gold collar and the gold trim on the bottom and the gold trim around the number. And then uh, we had the, the season slogan for club and country because it was a World Cup year where we, we hope to tie in on the World Cup years. Sure. Uh, to get a lot of casual fans that way. So we try to kind of make note of like this thing you're seeing on TV. You can come watch it. We're also doing in it town, <laughs> yeah. in our city. I mean, I think it worked in a lot of ways. It was a big year. Yeah. Uh, 2014 was a, a fantastic year for it, us. It 2010 also was a great year. I for think us. 2014 also featured the 
a night where CFC and the United States played at this basically the same time. That's right. That's right. Which was which was kind of weird. Uh, also on the on the sleeve, we added the year 2013 to the Southeast Conference champions. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Although that was the first time, at least in CFC's history, that uh, CFC won the Southeast Conference and did not go directly to the NPSL Final Four. That's right. We had to go away to Tulsa. Tulsa who was the highest scoring team in all of NPSL, and they were just going to take us apart. How'd that go for them? They scored not just no goals in regulation, not just no goals in overtime. They scored none of their penalty kicks. Greg Hartley saved all three penalty kicks. And had quite a few saves during the game. And had plenty of saves during the game. Because they were were a pretty good offensive team. They were very offensive. They just got Gregged. That's right. Uh, He also saved a penalty in regular time. Uh, the next year in the playoffs Correct. against them. That's right. And uh, we beat them again. That's right. <laughs> they That's have played. Right. They have played two halves, an extra time, had four penalty kicks against Greg Hartley and Chattanooga Football Club, and uh, got all four penalties saved and haven't scored. Coincidentally, this is amazing. also the time when Tulsa stopped being good at soccer in general. Uh, um, That's interesting. Uh, we broke their spirit, I guess. Yeah, which also translated to the team that... Uh, came in yes, on top to of Tulsa of, Athletic. Yes, and yeah, and also they, they still were never good. Yes. So <laughs> Got him. Killed the whole city Sad soccer. Story. Sad we killed story. the whole city soccer club or so, so, soccer uh, tradition. So let's move into 2015. I, and incidentally, I think the 2014 home jersey is one of Bill Elliott's favorite ones. You might he remember. Wear, he wears he it now. He wore it as a coach yes, yes. You know, several several times. I will say I did not, I, I did not totally like it uh, at first. It probably took me... It probably took me a couple of years to really appreciate it, uh, but that says more about you than I was. So like, <laughs> I'm a I'm a 2009 OG. Like Navy is I, I view Navy as like our our home color. Yep. This is what we wear at home. Yep. Uh, I don't think that was something that was borrowed from like you know every big club around the world that like always wears the same color at home. But I just decided like this was like this is my the hill I'm dying on. Yep. And so a jersey well, would come won. out. You've won. You've won. Yeah. So, For now, so, at least. So a jersey would come out that wasn't Navy. <laughs> Eleven years later. <laughs> and, and I'd be like, I'd, I'd scoff at it. I'd be like, no, like this is like, it, it's, a, it's a good jersey. It looks good. It's not a home jersey. Yeah, right. uh, right. So I, I say that, I mean, and I love the 2014 now. I say that because we go to 2015. And very intentionally, 2015 is the first time uh, or that we really return to a home uh, a home navy. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, Breezy, you have to cover your ears. But this was inspired by the 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 Le Blues. The the French, the French had a very nice jersey with a white collar and a nice navy. I did like that, that we I did a collar. Yes. Collar. Yeah. So the white collar is quite nice. White collar and navy, and then there's a real subtle sort of uh, broken chevron pattern in the in the navy yeah really which you didn't navy. which you didn't really see and my favorite i think we stole this from the italians under the collar we go navy white that, that is very cool underneath the yeah collar. that so did we when we chose the collar speaking of the collar did we did we want it to be like that floppy not like, no not quite so much this soft. was kind of one of those where we wanted something, and the manufacturer was like, "Well, this is the best we can do. Uh, take it or leave it." And was kind of, <laughs> All right, we'll okay, just take it. okay. One thing that was really interesting about the the subtle chevron pattern on that jersey. By the way, this is the first jersey I ever, I ever, I ever bought. And it's Same. a good one. We, uh, it's a good one. Our it's best one of, team ever. It's one of my favorite. We yeah. argue that maybe. Uh, 
we, we that, that's our, a, that's tie an, our best record. That's ever? an argument. Uh, I, agree, I, I agree. It was our, our, our best. Uh, we that we played the best soccer that we year. We played the best soccer, and and we also were. I think we that was our best year. Yeah, definitely had the best um, crowd in CFC history at uh, Finley in yes. those jerseys. Yes, yes. that's true. Um, now, uh, so like when when we played, sometimes you could tell, sometimes you couldn't, uh, especially under the lights. But like, there's a. I mean, there's a kind of a, a large difference between these two colors. Yes. Which one, and I'm setting you up on purpose here. Yes. Which one of these is CFC's true navy? Well, neither one is printed quite accurately, but the the lighter one is closest to it. Okay. And was that was that a mistake or was that on purpose that you went between the two so it'd be closer to No, it's one of those where you know, we looked at several proofs and they just weren't getting it right and it was time to order and they sent it. And, so and this is the best that you had at the time. Yeah, I think if, if you look at the if you look at the digital versions which we have here, this navy here matches you know a lot of the other navies. Of course, it changes a little bit, but the the, the darker one is de- substantially darker. Yeah, but, but I, you, I mean you, that, that, you part, aimed, that part was the design. You aimed like, for right, one yes, of them right. to be darker, correct? But one of them to be yeah. correct. Yeah, it looks awesome. Okay, uh, on the on the aways that year. Yes, that it was, was ver- just a stock. What? Because it's a very different. Yeah. It was, it was just one of those where we couldn't afford to pay for both to be custom, so we had to pick a stock, and they had that kind of a strange collar. I don't know why they had that that year. The strange collar, but also the, the navy and sky stripe, like single stripe running yeah, down. Yeah, sort of the, the racing stripe. So we did that um, because Diodora was placed in the middle, which was kind of a strange place for the yeah. manufacturing badge. Um, we just tried to do something, and I think this was... I don't know this if this was, ended up being silk green or dye sub. I don't remember. Can you find a photo of that one? Um, so it might have just been part of how... I think that part was dye sublimated. Um, keep going go, down. Go down, go down. Yeah. There, there it is. Yeah, I think that what, that part was dye sublimated so we could get the fade. Um, oh, yeah, because at the bottom of that stripe, it fades out it a little fades bit. It fades out, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was... Basically, I took a design that I'd done for the one of the kids indoor jerseys um because it basically based on limitations of what can you do with a 11 by 17 piece of paper and have it look kind of interesting and not like it chops off at some point side note you design your kids soccer team's jerseys uh i have the children have some got we've got some really interesting ones they basically is, is, is that designed like- them and then asked me to implement them and slightly improve upon them is this where you test out all of your uh your wacky like i wonder if this works yes so yep. what are like, yes. are are they all in like in our color palette mostly or no okay. no no they're, they're kind of all over the board i think i don't know that any have been in our color palette so it just gives you a chance to really have some fun and yes yeah okay okay that's cool uh, Otiba. So yeah. So the, the reason, uh, the reason why I say it was my first, uh, obviously it's the Navy. So we're finally, we're finally to the Jersey that I, I want to be the home Jersey. Yes. Uh, and, and of course I, and of course I, I purchased it. Also, I, some of those early years, like I liked, I liked the Jersey, uh, but I was in a, I was a poor college student at that point. <laughs> like the season ticket was, Fair en- enough. was enough. Fair enough. So with that Jersey, but, but also go back to the keep you going, Jay. Yeah, right. Oh, so with that Jersey, the socks. Um, I, I, I kind of like them. Was that? Like yeah, that was just a stock Diodora. That's what I was about to ask. Uh, yeah. I love yeah. that. Cause if you ask a lot of people like, what do you think went into the design of those socks? People are just going to go crazy with ideas and you're like, nope, they just had it. Just, we were poor. <laughs> we still have not gotten anyone convinced to let us 
uh, actually designed so the, the socks. So the year that Bill they- is, uh, I, I love this. Reed has said this about Bill Elliott that he is uh, sort of like uh, Lieutenant Dan, where he is particular about the kind of socks. So there, I have specified socks, and he will not use them because they are too cheap or just not. They don't fit the players the way he wants them to fit so, or have the support. Or so it's a so it's, he gets nicer socks every single year. So it's an athletic thing. It's, a, it's, it's an a athletic fit thing. thing. Yep. Shout out Farns. Okay, so I, like I did want to visit the goalkeeper jersey from this year. I bought I out of these three jerseys. 2016. I, yeah, so I own 2016. Where well, that's the first jersey if you're going in 2016. I own this uh, goalie jersey uh, because it's one of my favorite jerseys we've ever done. I don't know what what about it. Uh, also, it looks very different in a computer rendering than it did. Yeah, um, it was. Yeah, on that screen. So I guess we could hot. We could start. Uh, did that come out how you hoped it would come out? That one came out pretty close to the color, yeah, surprisingly. And the pattern as well. And the pattern as well, yep. So this is this is the uh, purple it's the goalkeeper jersey from yeah. 2016 yep. Yep. Uh, on navy shorts. On navy shorts. I'm not sure that's what we specified it to be, <laughs> but that's what they did. Um, and, yeah, and then we have the, the crazy um, gold home jersey, the infamous... And, and a, kind of a similar pattern, and, and, and a similar pattern, and arguably sort of this might have been pattern. the year we actually played the best soccer. Uh, this was probably our best team. I yeah. would, yes, I would, yeah. I would bet. Yes. Yeah. The by the way, the the goals against deaths bear that one out. Yes, yes. it's our it's yes, our best. That's team. exactly right. Um, and then for the away, we did yeah, you, sort of a white mostly, but uh, we had this crazy uh, split. I think my designers that worked on this were inspired by what we did in 2010, and they just kind of minimized it to just sleeves and collar. This is the jersey that I regret not buying. Oh, yes. really? This is my favorite CFC jersey. Oh. Definitely. See, I, I liked I liked all three of these. I just liked the goalkeeper more. Mm-hmm. Like this was the first. This was the the year that I liked all three. Uh, you know, I didn't, but I liked. I just loved the purple, man. And and that's you know, I'm a Fiorentina fan. Like it might that might be what it is. Oh, that, yeah. that affects it. But Pre-out. a lot of people <laughs> really like that. That's the one that I still see. Probably the the goalie jersey that was the most popular. Since the hot pink one, if yeah. I could, mm, if yeah. I could ever request retro jerseys, oh, it would yeah. be the 2010 uh, split jersey, mm-hmm. just for the fun. Oh, of I mean, yeah, but I would, like, I would but buy like to one do right it, now. to like do it like better, update it. like updated update it. in the way yeah. the way it should be, and then uh, the away package would be would be this white yeah. uh, split one. Yeah, retro jersey. There's an idea. Yeah, uh, I'm sure. You, I'm sure you've thought of that before. Yes, yes. I, that has been a hot discussion this season. <laughs> I, I think that's something. Let's let's bottle that and come back to it. I'd yes. be I'd be curious yeah. uh, to see what we can get out of you here. Uh, it'll be no surprise that I I did not I did not prefer the the 2016. I think a lot of uh, our good solid fans. I could see it on their faces at the jersey Yellow reveal. Jersey. Like <laughs> and see, what the hell <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't just at the jersey reveal uh it was that like the team played so well and then the way it let down at the end i think yes. had we won i think everyone would have demanded yes. gold jerseys as a third Going kit forward. from now on yes. or there's a goal like I think so. they'd be like there's one gold jersey every year if we won the national final which we should have we were the best team in the country that year oh we, we just tripped up yeah. oh so it's the one game i can't i've watched i've rewatched every cfc game in history basically that I've want that I've been there or wanted to rewatch. I've never rewatched that one. Yeah, I can't. I don't know if I wanted to ever do that. Um, it's, it's the most disappointing thing so, I've ever been a so part like, of. Obviously, like I did not like this jersey based on yes, everyone. Who, everyone who knows me, uh, I didn't like. He threatened. Again. He threatened to take all of them from the team and burn them at midfield. Yeah, there was there was one that per- would make a good story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this uh, was this but, was around the time that we lost. 
but I had I had also uh, I had also made a pledge uh, to those that knew me knew, knew about this that at the end of the season had we won oh, I, I do the national this. championship I would have bought a, a gold jersey yeah awesome uh, because then like the team would have proved proved it that I was wrong they that's were right, right. that's right this thing happened here's the thing it was a, it's an inspired design like the, I, oh, whatever a, whatever that pattern is yeah. called it it added like depth and texture to it even though there was no actual texture to it right it was really cool was it expensive to print a whole pattern like that was that different no nope, it was exactly the same it, it was that that was uh, uh amy Harmon genius right there it was one of those uh, sort of uh, a lot of our designers aren't soccer fans at all and so you know you'll get a bunch of designs that are like no 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 can't do that <laughs> and then occasionally you get like Huh, that shouldn't work, but it kind of does. So, this is, I mean, this those are, those are those. kind of the best ones. Did, though, so, right? was that like the background to a jersey? Then you put something else on top of it, or was that like fully, like almost a full concept that came out from the from the get go? It was pretty. Uh, I, I do think she modified the design slightly. Travis might have played into this one as well, where we kind of modified, took a pattern and and adjusted it based on things we liked about it. It's interesting. The thing that sticks out to me is like zero navy, besides zero navy. the NPSL logos a twinge, and then you have the and the, the whole CFC logo itself. And, is and we're sky back to blue. the and we're back sky to the blue. Volkswagen logo. That's right. Yes, being all yes, all rendered. You know, if you'll pay attention, it's different sort of three D modeling yeah, than it yeah. was before. So that's so that's twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Uh, the the debacle at the end of the season happens. Uh, I mean, like we're we're scrolling up the page right now. Like that, I mean, it, it looks pretty good. Those sky blue shorts and sky blue socks, though, were excellent together. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, very nice. And, and one thing, I guess, before we move on, one thing that I, I think I was always on board with at the time, uh, and still am. Like, I like the idea of a of like the yellow being a, like an alternate jersey. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, me too. And and I think or or, or a goalkeeper goal, or a goalkeeper, like, especially yes. as a goalkeeper. And it would be a great goalkeeper. And it was a goalkeeper jersey for several seasons when either Greg or Chris, I remember Chris Baker, Chris wore, Baker it. wore it a bunch of times. Yeah. Um, Umberto wore it too. Yeah. So let's move into twenty seventeen. Okay. So twenty seventeen, we've just had, we've just had yellow. Yes. Uh, and. And so we go into, uh, I, I assume in the design process was, okay, let's let's go back to... Correct. Yeah. It was one of those like, we were crazy last year. Let's just go back so to it, being kind of conservative this year. Is that a thing that you do on purpose? Like go a little bit wild one year, then, then a little more traditional, then a little bit wild and a little bit traditional? I, I try to. You could probably make arguments that the past two years have been a little bit more uh, on the... Well, no, this year wasn't, but... Um, Last year, I mean, 2018 was a little bit zany. Um, Pattern-wise, so it's not certainly. Followed, yeah, it's not necessarily followed that. So there's a lot of times where we talk a big game and then the designers come up with something like, crap. <laughs> <laughs> so so the 2017 home jersey is all navy. Uh, there's a little bit of return to the... Uh, uh, to, to, to both the yellow uh, in terms of... Uh, uh, color being still there, mm-hmm. uh, but also to that to that split, uh, yeah, with the little, little sky accent on one side on one half, little and then bits of the trim. yellow accent yeah. trim. Yep, I really I really enjoyed this uh, 
this jersey because it was all blue. Mm-hmm. Like it was it was navy from head to toe with accent colors, but there was no like white shorts and blue toe, which I don't mind. Yeah. But like yeah. this just was really um, distinct. The the collar makes it, its returns a little bit different collar, but yes. the collar designs back. Yep. Uh, I will actually disagree with you, Breezy here. Uh, and again, this is this is me having having my having being an my, old man, having my guns and sticking to them. Being an old man, <laughs> where the return to the navy was great uh, for the jersey itself. Navy socks, perfect. But I am I have been of the opinion for a very very long time that CFC wears navy at home as uh, for a jersey with white shorts. And the navy socks, and then some version uh, for whatever the, the whatever the the secondary kit is, and we can talk about primary, secondary, alternate because uh, it's not really home in a way like traditional American sports. Right, uh, should be white, and then navy shorts, and then white socks. Jay, do you have a snoring button <laughs> for the old for an old man snoring? I will add it for next time. <laughs> uh, so so, but we so go the, basically we, our first season. Uh, we dressed that way a lot in the first season. Tradition. Yeah. We wear the you know we, we wear the crest that says two thousand nine. We don't update that. He almost correct. Went, he almost correct. went full politician. Slammed the table. Yes, he pulled tradition. The at the end. So we we're all we're all navy uh, for our primary jersey, and then it's the exact same design. Uh, the 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 trim uh, yellow on one side, sky on the other side stays the same. But it's all white away. Correct. Yes. Was this the first time that you did a uh, like an alter, basically an alternating or a mirror image almost? Yes. Was that like? Was there any reason behind? Like, it was mainly because we could. We finally seemed to have some money in the bank, and we could afford to have a second jersey that was a fully custom. Jersey that was fully custom. Yeah. Okay. It, I mean, I, 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 these felt. This felt to me like a really modern take on a classic. Because yes. it's, it's all white and all blue. Yep. Um, yeah. And it's and it's, it, but it's a very the, modern. The keeper's kind of a, a version of that. Um, yeah. I, and I in I, the I, end we just decided I guess white made more sense instead of the gold. Also, I, also what's really interesting here before we get to the keeper kit because that's that's also a little bit of a departure. Yes. Uh, I really love the Volkswagen logo from 2015 and 2017. Well, yeah. yeah. Here we were kind of naughty and that they had that rendered logo and we said we we just showed them only this and they didn't think to ask i guess i guess, uh-huh. it, I guess it also why aren't you doing the 3d rendered like you're supposed to that's that's kind of funny but also i, I forgot them a I proof forgot it was, it was in, fine yeah. i forgot it was in 2016 as well yeah uh but the word chattanooga appears below the logo yes that was the requirement of theirs you have to be clear that it's volkswagen chattanooga because they were the ones paying the bill not <laughs> the big vw but then you got. But also, to, like that looks. I mean, I liked it. Like that's, they changed that's, it. That's, that's really cool. That's what I'm saying. Like, every really yeah, every does, year it, it they change. would make an edit to it. So that year was Futura. I would have. Then they changed it to their custom typeface called Volkswagen that they had made. And my my favorite part of the Chattanooga. I'm, I'm currently go scrolling back all the way yep, through to find through it, looking it to figure out when. I guess that's been there for. Yeah, it has been actually. That's a lot. No, no, it there wasn't. You go. It wasn't. Yeah. There. It was so, a 2013. Edition. So, so 2013, yeah. 2013, That's 2014, 2015, 2016. Has the word Chattanooga right? And then, and I, and I, I think that was like uh, one of the things I liked about it. Uh, and granted, like it worked out because it's Volkswagen Chattanooga. Yep. But also, like, it's also a kind of a, a draw to traditional American sports. 
Yes. Where your, where your team name is on the front of your right of, on the front of your jersey. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, and the way that all of that worked out together, I think, is really really cool. Yeah, yeah. I've worn. Um, so I have the one any of the ones that I have with Chattanooga on the bottom. I've worn them out of town and had people go, "Oh, Chattanooga!" But you know, I feel like if the Chattanooga wasn't there, they'd be like. That's yeah. Literal, literally yeah, only soccer like jersey. soccer nerds in America would go crazy. Would, that. would know the crest by itself. <laughs> but these yes. were commoners. Correct. Going, oh, generally the full. Common folk. <laughs> Silly common folk. So the green <laughs> goalkeeper jersey is the only jersey that I've ever um, purchased and never worn. Ooh, mint condition. Yep. You hate it that much? <laughs> Love hate. I joined a green soccer team. Me and uh, Wooly actually joined a green soccer team, and then you never wore it. Um, no, because they changed our colors. <laughs> so I was like, "Hey, yeah, I'm going to get a green jersey. I'm going to wear it in the league next game. We're wearing white." Oh my god! Oh, oh, That's an cool. Okay, purchase. So yeah, really, yeah. I still have it. And I still love it. One day, one day, I'll show up, and you guys will go. Oh. So this sort of electric green came from our relationship with Wolfsburg. They had. Uh, an away jersey or maybe a goalkeeper jersey that was kind of this this green and so it was like hey let's you know start to make some ties to our partner uh, yeah. in overt fashion and so uh, past three years there's some degree of inspiration coming from Wolfsburg and this one in particular looks I mean you just said it but it looks like a Wolfsburg jersey like if you have yes. seen a Wolfsburg jersey you have seen you can if you saw them I mean, it harkens back immediately to Wolfsburg. Like, it's green, and it's got Volkswagen's logo yes. on it. Yes. Like, yeah, the exactly. VW logo yep. is huge yep. on that. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's 2017. Then we go to 2018. Oh, here, can we talk about my conspiracy theory here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, let's, let's, let's do it now. So, so remember, remember how I asked you? I'm going to set you up a little bit. Okay. Remember how I asked you uh, when under the 2015 jersey, mm-hmm. which was... That what became what was closest to CFC Navy. Uh, okay, let's let's remember that conversation. So Matt and I, I'll tell you how this conspiracy theory comes about, and I and I have a feeling it's not just a conspiracy theory. I have a feeling it's true. So Matt and I are at the jersey reveal, and we were both looking at. I think it was Juan on stage wearing it, and we were just looking at it, and we were looking at the rendering on the screen, and we were looking on the big printed jersey, and we just kept looking at each other, and we're like, "That's not CFC blue." Like that's, and then we were like, those are different. The jersey he's wearing is different from the one on the screen. And then, and then, so because my, the one on the screen was CFC blue. So, yep. and, and so Matt and I looked at each other and we were going, like, what, 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 what? And then we thought about it. And my theory is, and you've kind of alluded to this earlier, which makes me think it's real. And this is what Matt and I agreed on. You probably got a proof and it was too late to change the wrong color. And it just ended up the wrong color. Yes, that's exactly right. They had, for some reason, they got the color right before. Uh, this year, I don't know if it was because we had a gradation kind of going on, but the if you could have seen the proof of the first one, it was almost a purple. It was like, what happened? This is the same color in the digital file we sent you last year that looked great. Why does this look wrong? Yeah. And it was one of those where we kept, you know, at a certain point, they're like, Paul, you, you can't get any more proofs. We have to print. And it's like, okay, I hope it turns out. Yeah, I remember because I was working for OGA at the time. We were in the office, and I remember seeing that first the the first one, and I remember being like, wow, that is. I mean, it was it was purple. It was bizarre. It was very strange. And this is the same company who had this is Diodora who had printed our jerseys. Correct. The last four years. My guess is they had changed whoever it was doing their dye sublimation, Mm. and that's where the problem was. So 
that makes a lot more sense to where I, to, to where I was going with it because the, the Jersey, the color that it was, was that like that deeper, much, much deeper Navy mm-hmm. that reminded me a lot of the, uh, the deeper Navy on the 2015 home Jersey. Yes. And I, in fact, I compared them mm-hmm. side by side and they're basically a dead match. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but they're wrong. But they're, but they're wrong. Well, mainly because it just airs towards, like if you're looking at this photo, it's airing towards black. And yeah. it's just yes. not, it's not true navy. Now the, it's now too, the, it's now, a, now the good thing touch. is under the lights. Yes. And with the light worked, blue accents. It worked, it, it, it worked light, pretty well. It lightened it up. I liked the jersey and the yes. light the light blue, the sky blue pants. But like yep. it, it, if, you, if you look at it, if you look at uh, an image from, from one of the games that year, those accents, the light blue accents of that that star ball design on mm-hmm. the jersey, we can go into that yeah, more it, fully. It's a giant star ball. That like, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it pops out way more than it was ever supposed yeah. to. I think. Right. right, it does. And so that, and and back to the when I had said you go you go a little crazy one year, then you go a little like traditional the other year. Mm-hmm. This one probably ended up even cr- uh, even crazier than yes, uh, it would have been because the accent colors went from like slightly accented to like big. Bold accented yes. because they were so different. Yeah, the contrast level yep. was the contrast level was high. So in theory, it's supposed to be a navy jersey with the starball accents uh, throughout uh, in sky with mm-hmm. a big sky collar mm-hmm. uh, and and then sky trim on the yeah, on the but, sleeves. But there's meant to the gradient has been to, meant to be a little bit stronger, um, more to make it more subtle. Okay. Okay. So yeah. something from a distance you'd see like, oh, it looks like the so, jersey so, gets lighter towards the bottom. So, and then when you see it in real life, you're like, oh my gosh, there's this linear pattern. So looking it. at the back of the jersey, it, it is much more. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it's probably, there. Yeah. but but not when, when it actually came out, it's not Correct. as right. subtle. Yeah. It's not as subtle. Uh, for the away, the away jerseys still have the, the same sky uh, collars uh, and, and, and trim mm-hmm. on, on the sleeves. Yep. But these are white. With this like sky wavy, yep. sort of pattern, but it's like an un- unbalanced gradient from one side of yes, the. Yes, it's asymmetrical. Yeah, I I love. I almost bought these aways. I ended up buying the goalkeeper jersey from this year as well. This was again one of those like, this is crazy. But it actually kind of works. Okay, these these jerseys made their debut uh, at home against Detroit City. Yes, that's right, and. That game, because Detroit had a, yeah. some color that they had. We would be dark and they would be dark. Yeah, maroon. They had the maroon. Yeah. Uh, I had to think and, about it. Yeah, and we dominated this game so much. Oh my god! And still lost. Still lost. That, I think that was the moment I decided I was like, nope, don't like those. Not doing that. No, it's not that I didn't like them. It's just that I wasn't gonna <laughs> was gonna spend money. So on the it, interesting on thing a, about these, uh, Jay, if you scroll back up to that picture, so we if, for anyone following along on, on the website. Um, that again, you can check our Instagram for the link. Uh, you've got Danny jumping up with two um, rouge-clad defenders, as, as de- the Detroit people would say, and he's heading it. But if you look at the jerseys from a distance, it looked purely white until you really look at it. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming that's a little bit closer to the type of look that you wanted for the yes. for the navy. Had the navy come out the correct colors with the yes. correct gradient, yes. you would have been noticed it just when you were looking really close. Yes, but I mean. It, it ended up looking really like futuristic and it, wow. it, it looked it <laughs> yeah. looked really good on the field and yeah, yeah. and the sky shorts uh, yeah. the sky shorts were cool yeah. and that's that's one of the jerseys that grew on me the most during a season that I went from being very meh on it at the beginning of the season yeah. and yeah. to to really really liking it I can see that uh, so I, I mean I, I always like that jersey and, and, that and goalie so, jersey so the full the full jersey was the white 
the white jersey, the sky shorts, and then we wore white socks that uh, that year. The goalkeeper jersey. Uh, we, I almost wore. I almost wore that tonight. We we return to pink to a version of a pink. Yes, uh, and then the navy for the collar that and sense. for the trim. But this is a non asymmetrical fa- uh, gradient, right? Or is it? It's still asymmetrical, but it's uh, it's positioned so that that it feels like it goes from top okay. to bottom. It feel it feels much more balanced. Another jersey that is when it was printed, uh, I thought it was black at first. Mm-hmm. Yep. That navy, that the navy at the bottom, the accent, of course. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, re- I really like this one. Yeah. Well, what would you describe that pink as? To me, that's like bubble gum. Yes, it's definitely like bubble gum. And that one actually came out the right color. At least the bubble the gum part did. Yes, the pink. The, did. the navy still had the same problem. The navy still had the same problem. Yeah. Well, I guess at least it wasn't it a almost, different. It almost felt black. I, I scroll down and see. Let's take a look at what. It looks almost black. Yeah. Uh, next to his the navy, navy shorts, shorts help, help pull yeah. it back into. Yeah. And his yeah. different colored pink socks. And the different colored pink socks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We love that's, that. That's so good. Always love that. Uh, Paul's in the booth. Just got his so hand gotta, over his eyes. Got to keep yes. it honest, right? Yes. Got to keep it. In honest. the in the renderings originally, uh, the plan was for uh, navy socks to be correct. But that's again another thing where the officials want. Nothing of the keeper to match up with the players on the field. So even oh. the same color socks, they don't like. Well, oh, I didn't I think, know that. I think hot pink socks probably took care of that one. They sure did. It'll make your eyes bleed. <laughs> <laughs> well, NPSL refs don't know the difference between green and red, so or yellow <laughs> and red. I, I thought or, you were going to say yellow. If we and go red. down that path, <laughs> then we could or anything we could at make all. Make it clear about all the things they can't see. The difference. It's uh, it's yeah, it's a good thing the NPSL can't find us for this. Yeah, don't care. So let's move into let's move into 2019, um, and so obviously, like it's we know we're planning for the longer season. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're planning for this uh, at the time it was going to be MPSL Pro, but like we're, we're transitioning to professional. Uh, obviously, the off season has uh, was the craziest off season ever. Yes, uh, we switch uh, we switch out of Diodora. Uh, to Inaria, correct, uh, which had had made several of our compatriots over the years uh, jerseys. Mm-hmm. Shout out Providence City. Mm-hmm. I guess shout out Cosmos too. Yeah. Who? So, so <laughs> oh, I do. I do so remember. Fast. I was. I was uh, still still working Team for that really big city. I was still working for OGA at the time. Red Bulls. And OGA had um, come out with Inaria coaching jerseys. And I remember the day that we decided to post it on Instagram, we went outside, took a picture, announced it, and immediately my Twitter blew up because it was a lot of you guys saying, oh, they're changing brands, they're changing brands, and that's proof. So it was like the OGA was like the little leak, you know, yeah, and that then, they didn't give to Matt. And then you, and I think you deleted that picture really quickly for a, like a day, or, or somebody deleted it. Maybe the OGA had retweeted it and stopped, and like unretweeted it because like uh, it was not, not public that. that we were going to Inaria yet. It was, it was already screenshot. Don't worry. Oh, I know. Oh yeah, the I'm pretty sure the screenshots on my phone somewhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So this one's difficult because I, for me, you know. Saverio Michelini, I guess is his last name. What a name. You know, he's a it- good Italian. He's in Toronto. Um, as, as And so this company has, you know, Inaria, you know, the name of Inaria. Yeah. Um, so I, I really, you know, my passion for Italy, I really want this to, to work out. But it was just was uh, 
the problem I think of getting it manufactured in China, just the lead times are just so long and getting the proofing done is just such a headache. Mm-hmm. And um, we all know how bad proofing goes for you as we've and, learned in this and, episode. Yes. <laughs> and and the, the track record remained the same. So, uh, you know, we've adjusted these images that, that you're seeing, these digital renderings online to match what the real things look like. But the, the, pattern in the home jersey was meant to be a lot more accentuated the colors weren't quite right same with the uh, away jersey the colors weren't quite right So this is the the exact opposite problem of the year before correct yeah it's a little too subtle in my opinion i I think it would be more interesting with a little bit uh more accentuated pattern and even in their photos they you know the way the lighting is it helps catch it a little bit better Um, yeah so, you know, part of the thought was, well, we were zany last year. Maybe fans won't mind being a little more staid. I, I, I don't think they did mind at all. I yeah. think it was. I think sales were down a little bit compared to the year before. But, uh, yeah, I agree. I think, you know, it's just part of being a fan. Sales of, of the of the Navy, you mean? The Navy. Correct. So the sales of the sky is, were much higher. I was going to say, is there, is, is there probably some correlation of some people who would who would normally buy the Navy I season think so. pass? I think Went with sky. Yes. And, and we uh, provided that option, I think, this year. If you wanted to trade out, you you could do that. It was a bit of a pain for poor I th- David. I was going to say, I think I think David uh, offered that as a kind of a... I, I don't know if you have to ask him. We'll ask him next week. We're having him on next week. But I no, think... No, it's when he got these in, he's like, oh boy. Yeah, I think... People, I didn't order enough of these. <laughs> 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 he was thinking. Well, and, and to be fair, as I was saying earlier, like this is three just home runs, I think. I mean, yeah. all three of them. I mean... Like I said, I wanted to buy all three. I still want to buy the goalkeeper jersey. I still lo- I love the home jersey. I just liked the away like just slightly more. So I think that you saw a lot of people in the VW logos, a retro logo too. Yeah. That was yeah. we were so happy about that when they mandated like this is the logo you must Wait, use. Did they we're ma- like, Wait, no, please don't throw us in the briar patch. <laughs> <laughs> so they mandated the retro. Yes, it was fantastic. So I mean, so the the retro is used across across all the platforms. Like everything. Wolfsburg's wears a retro logo. Uh, both Halifax and Pacific in the Canadian Premier League have retro logos. Uh, this past year, shout out Halifax Wonders. The U.S. Men's National I Team warm-ups and practice yes, also. Yep. And then all their sponsorships across all the leagues. Like So when you see the VW logo up there on, I think it's everybody, Premier League and Serie A and yeah, La they, Liga. Yeah, they pretty much got everybody. Did yeah. they also say, um, don't put Chattanooga below it? They did. Gotcha. That's what I was just noticing. I've, ne- I've never noticed that this is the first year now since they've added it that, this is, that it hasn't yeah. been on there. Yes. So this is our angst every year is like, what if VW is not our title sponsor? So that's the thing us designers care the most about. What do you, because it's so tidy. Right. How do you work around, uh, like there might be a day at some point in time, maybe sooner, maybe later. Yes. That VW is not the title sponsor. Correct. Uh, Do you, how how do you go about, because I, I, we we can talk more about the design process. Uh, Actually, let's, Let's put a pen in that. Let's come back to the. Let's finish these jerseys, and, and then we'll ask that as part yeah. of the next question. Yeah. So I have the the like these like little narrow hoops on on the sky on the sky mm-hmm. away. Yeah, it's sort of uh, graduated. They get a little thicker and and thinner. And yeah. so it, this this X was part of Wolfsburg's design in their jersey this year. Theirs is dead in the middle, and so that's where we drew this inspiration. Also in twenty eight eighteen, the home jersey 
that sort of weird pattern. They were doing the same sort of thing with theirs, so that's okay. where we, okay. we drew inspiration. Oh, interesting. But also, so this these, is for the... But you put the X on the crest. We put the X on the crest. Because well, it, it was the 10th year. And it's it was, our 10th it year. 10th year anniversary yeah. of the X. So yeah. the Roman numeral X, yeah. So good. Yeah. Wow, my mind's and you, blown. And you I didn't never thought e- about that. They didn't even put out a logo explainer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we can do that. No, no, don't do that. So then we go into, uh, <laughs> so our key, our keeper kit this year. Yes. Uh, a departure from a color we've ever had. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. We've maybe, never had this okay. color. Maybe by accident in the early years. So wait, what do you call this color? Like if you had to name it, like it, it, it doesn't look orange or red to me. We call yeah, it's kind of in between. It's supposed to be more orange okay. than it is they aired towards the red side i think we called it safety orange or something like that. Um, so so i mean and the pattern's different too it is, it is yes. or, i mean it is orange yeah but it's not tennessee orange no nor nor is it like auburn or no. ta- like no, a texas orange it's probably either. more towards a clemson orange kind of is this one of those where the yeah uh, i guess kind of where yeah. the color that you plan for and the colors yes. that it came out yeah because it's different if if you're well, looking yeah, they, you look, they you, look a little different yeah even the but the renderings we modified to try to match so you so you modified actual jerseys you modified all three of these renderings because all three came out color yes. wrong yes so like how painful was <laughs> it, it it was painful at the time looking back on it i'm like eh, it's not such a big deal so I, I feel really, like I, now I know how my wife feels. Like, oh, I, stop whining. What are you worried about? It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> You're sitting there pulling your hair. Out. I yeah. I love. I, I so like the original, uh, and you can kind of see we've got a picture of of Phil D'Amico wearing the keeper jersey, uh, in front of yes. what was supposed to be the yes that's right the keeper jersey yeah, uh, and I think I like the one it came out with a little yeah bit I do more. too yeah it's brighter yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it just like it just like pops, and mm-hmm. we had never had an orange jersey at that Mm-mm. point, and it, it like it veered close enough to Tennessee orange, yeah. that I thought it might be a, a cool it was like, like a nod, a cool nod to us playing in the fall. Yes, but it's also all white, so everything is it's only like basically two colors. Correct. Yeah, the only thing that has color is the MPSL logo. Yes. Yeah, which Damn. I I I yeah definitely. <laughs> <laughs> you notice in the previous Five. years when when they had a little less authority we we took liberties and made it I, look good. i did i did notice yes and, yeah. and you got rid of recent years they're not happy about that <laughs> um let's just go by felicia. felicia this is also the first year of the jersey reveal you know i've been to ones in the past and the players come out and it's like hey i'm in a cfc jersey check me out these are like yeah i'm gonna murder you yeah. Oh yeah. That's yeah. their game face. face. Serious. Had just, his game face. And same. What feels slightly. Phil's got a, a little hint of a smile there. <laughs> but I remember take because I was taking video and pictures of that, and I was like, yeah, they were. They must have been told to have some serious game face on. I loved. I loved it. I loved this jersey reveal. Side note: I've liked every yeah. jersey reveal. They've always been a blast. But this one in Miller Park, the weather was nice. The you had huge crowd. Was great. You had a big crowd. You had, but you also had Jordan coming back. You had a long, uh, what felt like a really long off season. You had Phil. So you had three yeah. returners there as a, and, and not that we haven't had people that were awesome in the past, but sometimes you pull somebody out randomly who might be like a a part time player, and there's nothing wrong with them. But these are like three like starters. Yeah, yeah. That that, had, it like, used to be somebody somebody who was in town, like for the, for the green jersey, Tim yes. Kelly. Tim Kelly. Tim was, Kelly was. Yeah, that's, <laughs> right. that's right. That's that that's was right. That, that was, was hilarious. hilarious. Yeah. Still uncapped CFC player Tim Kelly. Yes, and and you might as you might can argue too that it was our first signing wearing the home jersey. Technically yeah, with Juan. It was. So. Yes, that's yeah. right. No, I like those three. That was really good. Yeah. So so then we move on. Uh, obviously, we had a fourth jersey for 2019. Mm-hmm. Well, technically we had five, but that's not the point. Yeah. Uh, 
we, we had a fourth jersey in, in this alternate, and it's the owner's jersey. It's all white, which makes total sense because we had had Sky, or we had Navy, we had Sky. Yep. Um, and all the names on it, same kind of similar design with the with the Roman numeral. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then just, I mean, all, all the work was in all the names, yes. not really in, yes. in, in anything else. Yep. Yeah, we went over the tracking yeah. earlier now that you guys yeah. know. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, and so this was interesting because seeing it, you know, Watching a game, you just think it's a white jersey. It's not until you get really yeah. up close to it that you can start to see, oh, my gosh, those are words. Well, they look so – I was so excited to see them on the field. Um, I didn't know we were, if we were ever going to wear them on the field Same. when they first came out. But then once I saw them, it was just such a classic look. And you definitely cannot see that there's anything except for white from a distance. Yeah, yeah. if anything, it's like, oh, there might be some texture with uh, yep. like but it's sub- just, sublimation. Yeah. But it's like, that's, it's it, just white on white. But it's it's looked so good, mm-hmm. and the X you can still see the X just a little bit. Yep. Like, yep. For, I yeah. I don't know what uh what size Smitty wears. I'm guessing a large, but I on that one he finally found my name. I couldn't find one for the longest time, but I'm like on the seam on the underside <laughs> of the shirt. Yeah. So it's actually it's actually very easy to find my name because there's only a select few that are like that have their full name in there. I was pretty happy about that, but I looked at a medium and a small, and I couldn't. I tried really hard. I'll go find you. I'll find you. You're when on I was, there. Yeah. yeah, for sure. When I was, uh, when I when I submitted my name to be, you know, among all the 3,200 other ones, uh, I intentionally put out my full name because I wanted to make, I wanted to try to like have a little bit bigger, like a little bit better chance of being able to find <laughs> More it. More landscape, yeah. And did you, and you put, so you put your like three. Dave, did you put D- David D- Matthew? David Matthew Caniglio, yeah. That's amazing. And, and. Everyone's going to be like, Matt has some, a brother? Some designer happened to catch it yeah. and, reduced Corrected it, it? and reduced it down. What did they reduce it down to? Did Matt do that? Who did uh, that? I think, it's, I think it was reduced down to David M. Oh. Uh, because, and I mean, well like, deserved. it saved him like, six characters. Like, yes. that's kind of important. Yeah, somebody so, like, I, I get it, but also I was, I was foiled. Slightly salty. That's hilarious. Are you, do you know, are, is your name on here? My name, uh, yeah. Yeah, assume it. Have you found your name? I did. I don't recall. I had to find, like, 16 to 20 people's names yeah. so i don't remember where mine is you're you're gonna regret having told people that you can find it because our like seven listeners are gonna be like messaging you on twitter like hey can you find my name can you yeah, find my grandma's it, name i bought a share find for your name it's maddening because we there was one of our kids we could not find the name and it was just like maybe it's not on there and then we did the search like we'll be, oh there it is we'll be sure to uh put paul's personal What's, email in the yeah show notes. share that <laughs> <laughs> what is your what is your twitter handle it's if people jay wanna... buchanan <laughs> <laughs> Paul, what's your Twitter handle on Twitter? It's my full name, I think, Paul Rustand. Yeah, so you can, and we'll share that probably again at the end. But if you want to get at uh, get at Paul and and uh, ask where your name is on your jersey, or give him compliments, or tell him what your favorite jersey is, yes, or, or tell us what you never want us to do again. <laughs> I can't guarantee. I, th- I we'll think listen. I've, I think I've done that enough. So let's let's transition a little bit now, uh, and let's let's talk. Let's before we we. we I want to I want to spend some time on uh, going through uh, like the design process and like mm-hmm. timelines and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I'd rather fight first. Awesome. Oh boy, I'm let's set my mic stand over here. <laughs> let's let's fight a little bit. Okay. Breezy, like what makes a good jersey? Hmm, I'm a big fan of the CFC crest. <laughs> okay. Um, when, when you're done pandering, uh, good Jersey. I, I like consistent colors, um, within reason that uh, the shades, shades aren't the biggest deal to me, but consistent colors, 
Um, I like a particular design aesthetic that's uh, easy to find. So like Fiorentina, for example, always wears purple. Like they have, sometimes they have a green, they've had a green kit recently, which I didn't love, but like it's, it's okay because it's, it's an additional kit. They've had yeah. a red kit, which is very weird, but again, it's okay. They've had white kits. At least red appears in the Fiorentina crest. It does. Yeah, it well, does. that's where the purple comes from, right? The red and blue in the crest make purple. But purple is still the enduring. It is. Yes, um, for sure. It's and synonymous it's with Fiorentina. Yes. Right. And and they always have a very strong purple. Um, so, like, that's a particular. So, I like a particular design aesthetic that does run through the years. And even, like, if you look at Liverpool, for example, right? Like, I don't love Liverpool. But, like, Liverpool has a particular design aesthetic that tends to go. Yes. They wear all red at home. And then it gets really weird from there. Real, But, yes. but Real Madrid... Uh, you know, they have the whites, right? The all whites. Like there is, there's a particular aesthetic and I don't always care if the aesthetic is good or bad for me. I just like a particular aesthetic because you get attached emotionally to a particular aesthetic. So you might say that you like a certain thing that's like the thing. And then when it wavers, you have a problem with it. I mean, less so than you. <laughs> so <laughs> consistency. Darn, darn it. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't matter what the element is that's being consistent. It's just, a, you know. Yeah. So, so it could be, Real Madrid's always white at home. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's boring or whatever, as long as it's white yeah, at home. But, yeah, but yeah. so like my English team is Tottenham. Uh, for better or for worse, that's the team I chose because I didn't know anything and I like Because it. you wanted to watch CFC play twice every weekend? Ah, uh, well, th 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 those things kind of happen uh, kind of at, at different sort of paces. Uh, but I, I like their kits and that's one of the reasons why I chose them. Uh, Tottenham wears white jerseys at home with navy blue shorts. Oh, I see where this is going. Yes, like that's what they wear at home. Uh, their 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 alternate kit. Whatever it can it, be zany. It it could it could be zany. It sometimes is, uh, but like it, it's it's white at home with navy shorts, unless it's in European competition where it's just all white. And like they do it, and they have variations of it, but like that's that's what happens. Uh, that's a little bit of. That's a little bit where, where I think of, of CFC being we are Navy at home with white shorts. That's who we are. I don't know if we are, though. No, that's who we are. <laughs> so I actually got here's a here's that's a, who we are. I did get a little bit attached even to the every other year thing because, you know, I became a fan like a, a diehard. Fan. I was following what you, what along. You, what are you an MLS fan? I was following along earlier before 2014. But my first game was just like this second game. The very first MPSL game in 2014 was my first ever game. And like we, and so from that game on, it was the every other year until like last year mm. where we was like, it was like classic zany class. So I even got attached to that, like coming into the year, I'd be like, all right, it's going to be weird. Yeah. Like, you know, whatever, like it, but that was a, even a tradition then. Like, yes. and, yeah. and when it's not, when tradition changes even for better or for worse, like it's just, well, I think, I think we can still moving forward. We can still kind of do the classic zany. Oh, for sure. Just within the, just even within, within the, the confines of the. Well, I mean, you just do Navy zany and then correct Navy classic if you if if you prefer. Yeah, you that def yes. that definitely set us apart to a lot of teams in the MPSL. But you could argue that like that's because we had had our kits for more than ten seconds before. Yes. Before playing, not not much longer than that, but but I would more than ten seconds. I wouldn't argue greater than. I wouldn't argue that last year was particularly out of form though, because even though it was 
the the patterns are a little bit weird. It's still a, a much more solid color palette. Yeah. Like not yeah. color palette's wrong word. Like much more solid color like change. It's not super out there. Mm-hmm. And it still kind of kept with the every other year a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, going back to 2018, mm-hmm. it was a little bit more whoa. And then 2019, even though it's a it's not a perfectly classic design, mm-hmm. the colors feel a little more classic because the designs aren't as powerful. Mm-hmm. So speaking of speaking of kind of the even ears being a little bit more zany. Are we going to see something a little zany? For what we have on the plate is not, I wouldn't call super zany. No. I mean, it's. I mean, it's Navy. We've, it's we've Navy. established that Correct. the home jersey is going to be Navy. Home jersey's Navy. So I'm guessing, I'm guessing where the fun might not fun's not the right word, but a little bit of fun and, and where the fans can expect something different and, and maybe out there mm-hmm. is in the, is in the alternate Jersey. Correct. In the alternate and then, Jersey. And, and, and then third the, Jersey. Uh, the it depends each of the designers that kind of gave the packages that we have approached it a little bit differently okay. with in regards to what the away color was what the third jersey but like, was but like it could be it two, could not be they designed two keeper jerseys and those oh. tend to be a little bit zany if listeners might recall that our our keeper jersey that we designed this year was orange oh wait wait I, think but, before before he answers this can you name the other color in your head someone's yelling in their car right now the uh, the second keeper jersey that we had this year. What color was it? Okay, go ahead, Matt. It was green. Kind of a lime green, right? Kind of a, kind of a camo thing yeah, going it was, on. It was much yeah, more of a, it had oh, an interesting more, more yeah, like pattern. Man, I'm sitting here racking my brain. It was a stock in Aria, whatever they had, which was kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, it, it was very different. You're like, I'm sorry, what? What? What is that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wear that thing turkey hunting. Ding. You could. You wouldn't get. Uh, you, you wouldn't catch any turkeys. <laughs> well, you shoot them. Oh, okay. But anyways, that's why I'm bad. That's why I'm bad at hunting. <laughs> so when you say they, uh, when you have designers submitting, um, yes. when you're looking at like picking jerseys, do you look at like each package, like four that have the same design, or five, or however many jerseys they submit, or do you look at like, okay, I like the away from this designer and the home from this designer, and or how does that work? Because I know you're at this point doing less of the day-to-day design and more of the managing and tweaking and, and whatnot, correct? Yes. Yeah, so in years past, we've mixed and matched, like you said. This designer might have a great home design. This designer might have a great away design. We just mix the two together. Sure. Now we're trying to approach them a little bit more uh, as a package, the past three years, it's kind of been the the same designers design every kit. So there's some sort of unifying mm. uh, factor, if nothing else, other than the creators kind of got something that makes sense to them in it. Um, so I think that's what we'll have this year. Just kind of have a, a you know. So some, there were three designers that worked on it. One of them was it was. Almost everything was different. The common element would have been like this past year where there's a pattern, but the pattern's different in every single one. Mm. Then you have other designers where it's essentially the same design. The colors just change. So we'll see which one ends up being sort of the winner. Gotcha. Of the final three. And and we're transitioning to our third you know, jersey manufacturer, third kit provider in the last two well, years. Yeah. So we Correct. So That's correct. We, we were recording shortly after the Hummel announcement. Like a yes. couple days. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly So right. what kind of challenges, and I know I'm kind of jumping around here, but I'm just curious, what kind of challenges does that present? Um, or is it just like par for the course because you just changed last year already? <laughs> yeah, it is par for the course. Um, what uh, the challenges are is that their sort of main design team who will touch everything that we create, we send to them. Sure. They kind of make 
slight modifications or maybe major. I don't know. We'll find out. We've just sent off for some samples. Um, so there's a little bit of time between what happens in Denmark to what gets back to us. Um, but I think it's mainly, again, I don't know where their manufacturing is. I should know. We had the conversation. But I, I feel like it's in China as well. So the, the getting things done in time well in advance of the season is is the big push, which we have time right now. If we have if we get all our sponsors, back. <laughs> well, if we get good samples back and if we have our sponsors sign on the dotted mm. line, because that could be a problem where we have to basically order blank jerseys and then add sponsors and then, and then afterward, which is much more expensive and it makes a jersey heavier, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I, I assume, and Matt kind of half-asked this question earlier, you don't have to say which, but I assume <laughs> that you've mocked up additional sponsors as a designer you have to we know have. what your jersey is going to look did. like we did we did how's that I basically process feel? set the uh, uh gave the designers some clues uh it's a little bit painful because i think a lot of the the leading companies in chattanooga that would probably make the list as could afford to do it might be interested in doing it um is you know there's some homely logos in there. They're not so symmetrical. <laughs> not quite as symmetrical. Yeah, yeah. As a ball with a W in the middle. We it, did. So, so theoretically, we did. We did make an effort this year. So normally we've never. We always just leave the VW on there. But this year we kind of went through the exercise of adding in, you know, a couple logical, you know, potentials, and then we put in a really ugly logo just to just in case the point to the board of like. This could happen if you guys don't ask the right people for sponsorship. <laughs> so, does does a sponsor logo does that does that influence the design process? Because this is like the one quantity. You, yes. Like, there's going to be a crest. There's going to be the league logo, and there's going to be multiple sponsors, but multiple one sponsor in the middle. Logos, but like one that people will see and yes. notice. Yes, that's exactly right. That influences the design process. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that, that was do you almost like I have to start there and like build out. You kind of do. You it. have to kind of plan for a worst case scenario. I think the sorry, everybody who's a Manchester United fan, but the, the Chevy on your jersey, it's just terrible. I, I've seen, you know, some <laughs> freelance designers <laughs> making up their own stuff that, you know, just going to a one color. Chevy logo makes it look so much better, and mm. so. But that's also because like, Chevy probably Chevy mandated, is mandating like, it. Yeah. By the way, this is our logo. This yes, is what you're using. No that's exactly what. right. So you know, as a designer, we're familiar with that. There's plenty of companies that we work for that have existed for you know a hundred years before they ever got to us, and their logo's not that hot. It, sorry, it's going to stay the same. They're not going to let us change it. How do you build it to you know look the best? You know, look the best in that dress or whatever it is. So that that's part of what we have to do, but. We've gotten really spoiled because of all the logos out there, the VW one is really associated with soccer. It's really a solid logo. It's nice and concise and contained, and it looks really good. And it makes us, it made us look way more professional than we were oh, yeah. forever. <laughs> you know, so it was brilliant on Crew's part to say, just put that on there. Like, <laughs> okay. And then you got the, this year, you got the, uh, that um, retro logo, which is even simpler and even, even like, better. Even yes. better. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. Before we move on, I I literally just thought of something. A jersey that CSC had that we haven't talked about yet. Uh, and I think it's because we only wore it once. Like, it was a special occasion. I remember we wore pink jerseys at some point. Like, pink. Like, not keeper. I'm sorry, what? Pink on the field. He is correct. Men in pink. When was this? 
I'm trying to think. I think this was, I think it was 2015. Was it breast cancer? Yes. It was, oh. we played one game, 2014 or 2015. I it do, was I once we do. got with Diodora and we made a plan for a special game. I had forgotten all about that. It was kind of a pale pink. It wasn't like the, yeah, yeah, it was the not. rip-roaring hot pink of uh, Grega's uh, goalie jersey, which was extremely popular. <laughs> so I do remember this. What did we did we auction those off for charity? Is we that did. what happened? We did. They played the game and then we auctioned them off. So what's the chances while Matt furiously Googles to try to find a picture of that to jog my memory? Because now that you're telling that story, I, I vaguely remember that. What are the chances that we see in the future something like that? A a one time special only for either for charity or for a special event or or something like that. We have wanted to do it for quite a while and talked about it. Yeah, you found the picture. Um, and so I think you'll see that happen this year uh, with maybe more than just one um, uh, event where we can do something special. And it's mainly because of the technology has caught up with uh, the sort of on-demand culture that we have. So, you know, in the... Even today, when we order jerseys, there's still sometimes that they're going to China, and it takes you know a good six to nine weeks to get the actual design printed and delivered. Right. But um, there are places in the U.S. where we can get stuff made in two weeks. Believe it or not. Oh wow! And look at these. So these are pink jerseys for the listeners out there. We will try to remember to put a screenshot up. Um, this is not particularly high resolution. It's, it's from a, what looks like maybe a cell phone camera or an older camera. Anyway, it's a video. But is these this are a new story. Is this is that what this is? Uh, no, no. This is, is this from uh, Madonna. I think it's Madonna. Yeah. Madonna's 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 yeah. yeah. Shout out Madonna. So but these are a very pale pink. Yeah. Now, what did you when you designed these? Are these an off the rack with just a different color? Yes, I think these were off the rack from Diodora, is my guess. Um, probably intended for mostly for women, but I think. By this time, uh, these kinds of games had gotten popular, so I think they knew there was an opportunity. So the 2018 pink, you could say, was more of a bubble gum, and that one looks kind of like a Pepto Bismol. Yeah, actually, pale. that's very accurate. <laughs> yeah, the the VW logo even has yeah. a darker pink in behind it, and because of where the Diodora, I guess these are warm ups or something, because the Diodora logo is on the left. Yeah, chest, yeah, it, where it, the badge usually goes, we had to put the badge on the right. Oh my, that is so weird. <laughs> Oh, that's going to bother me forever. Oh, Crazy. no. It, if, if you're listening and you have one of these things, please, please, please. Please hit us up. Every time we do uh, one of those like supporter supporter yes. days in yeah. the off season, and we bring all the jerseys from over the years together, someone needs to find this jersey. Yeah, we we do. even just we so do. we can. Did you, did you know the last Chattah Hooligan Summit, we brought one jersey yes. from every year? Yeah. Um, but I don't think, and some of them we I think. We need to were, try to get them all. I don't think we had this one, though. We we definitely did not have uh, this one, and and what we what we did was we had the designated home jersey from every year. So we had the we had the navy from two thousand nine, we had the hencappy from two thousand ten, we had the white, very nice, which was the only time white was designated as a home jersey. Yes, now we got all the way through with the home jerseys from uh, two thousand nine until two thousand eighteen or nineteen, whichever year we did it. So did you do that I like love that. like a Tuesday night meet up at the brewery, just bring your jersey night and see what we, we can We could, so yeah. Was, yeah, that we could do that. That's, that's the supporter summit idea. was just I mean, it was just one thing we wanted to be part of the ambiance of the supporter summit. Yeah, for sure. I guarantee some stuff like this might come out of the woodwork that were like, Oh my goodness, I forgot that or we'll find some things that crew did. Uh, <laughs> that, 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 that's, that's we've been finding stuff that actually off might, the reservation that is. might be the subtitle of this podcast things that crew did, things that crew did. 
<laughs> yes, you, you need to get him in, and I can give you a list of questions to ask him. We, uh, well, Perfect. When, we, when we someday get that couch that I was talking about earlier where you, like, people can sit and yes. watch the podcast but yes. not be on the podcast, we need to get you to yell questions from the couch That's at crew. It. Perfect. You can sit there with Perfect. a nice big bourbon or whatever you want and just yell questions at crew. Ask him about and we watch him blush. Perfect. Please. Um, awesome. Uh, Jay, I think you have a question. Yeah, so uh, just from doing things for CFC, when I first got into video, um, I worked for OGA. I did a lot of stuff for OGA, and that kind of transitioned into doing things for CFC, and that was the first time I'd ever learned anything about branding. I made videos, and I thought it was perfect, and then Paul came back to me and said, you need to look here, 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 and here, and it was like eye-opening because I had never been exposed to anything like that. So when it comes to the... What is what is the brand again? It's uh, di din condensed or which which one is it? The typeface, yes, it's din din. It's a German uh, invention, which I don't remember what that stands for, so I'm embarrassed. So what, 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 what is, is that? My typographic skills are not showing. But go yes, watch din. go watch any CFC videos in the past, and you'll see. Like I made the when I first started doing Wooly versus Farns, mm. it was just. I don't even know. It wasn't even like Times New Roman or anything like that. It was just a random text that I chose. And it was like, now I go back. And, you know, when you go back and look at your original work, yes. all you do is cringe. Yes. There's multiple things that I cringe about, but the text is definitely one. So I, my question to you was, how did you guys come up with that selection of text for things like announcement videos and the website and, and text over pictures and et cetera? Um, so a, a lot of design and picking the colors or the styles or the typefaces, it, it depends on where you are in that in life. It, it's a little fashion related and it's whatever you are just like, oh, that's so cool. I saw somebody do that. I want to use that. So the, uh, I don't know, uh, Brad, a longtime collaborator who helped create the, uh, Chattanooga FC logo with me. We just picked DIN, uh, for the typeface because of the strength that it had, the shape of the A's, the shape of the R's. Um, but it, it's kind of like a, a German Helvetica. It's a typeface mm. that they used for, it was designed to be used for almost every kind of purpose mm. at a point in time where, you know, Germany had been using black letter, which is that really elaborate script that had been mandated by the Nazis to be the official typeface of Germany. And so when wow. the Germans were ousted, getting away from that was very important. But it's a really well-designed typeface that was just very legible, uh, very kind of... Uh, every man um and it it just this version of it is a, a modern version um it's from parachute fonts i think pf din din all caps um and i i don't remember what it stands for i'm embarrassed but it's a very big type family so yeah. you got a lot of weights um and it's very clear and simple and legible and kind of like i said every man like you know kind of uh, accessible. It's nothing fussy or fancy about it. Yeah, I've actually helped create um, design catalogs for a couple of different people that I've worked with just doing video for, and they had no experience whatsoever doing that. So I kind of took what um, you taught me through, like, you know, um, critiquing what I was doing, which was awesome because I learned a whole lot through that. Um, and now Sean Burney, 
is the yes. one who tells me what to do. Yes, he's good. <laughs> he's good. <laughs> you, you, you guys, <laughs> listeners can't see, but uh, Paul is smiling because someone else is doing the nitpicking now, <laughs> and, and he's just so happy. Yes, um, but I didn't. I didn't uh, plan on getting that history lesson as well. So here on the Section One Hundred Nine podcast, you get soccer and history. Well, look it up. I, I can think of all my typographic friends who would be embarrassed by my answer. So <laughs> I just, I just want to point out if I was going to stereotypically pick a group of people or a nation that was going to design fonts very well, it'd be the Germans. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's funny actually. And the Swiss. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. So let's go to um, before we get before we wrap up and thank you very much. You've been very generous with your time. Um, so thank you for thank you. Yeah, I, I enjoy it. Uh, we have just a couple more questions um, about the the design process. Um, not the design process. Excuse me. The um, it, well, it is the design process, but not the design process of a jersey. The design process of a brand. So um, you know, I, I don't know who will listen to this in the future, but I know that you've got a lot of experience, obviously, in in the eleven years of designing arguably the the most enduring lower division soccer brand um, in the United States. So kind of um, here, I'm going to read a couple questions out to you and then I'll kind of let you um, give some of your thoughts. So kind of what goes into general branding? Um, how are those decisions made? Um, how do you incorporate the community into your branding if you do? Um, and, and especially for a new team and then why you might want to, why you, yeah. And then how do you create a brand that endures and stands the test of time, which I know you kind of touched on earlier, but I'd love to hear, um, kind of your thoughts on creating a brand as as a new team or, you know, creating a new, let's let's say there's a team that starts up in Knoxville (laughs) soon. Love that. Hopefully. Yes. That would be very nice. Um, so the big things that are easy to do, um, what what has happened in today's world, I don't know the statistics today, but five years ago, it, it was that a normal American would see anywhere from 3,000 to 5,000 brands a day. And that's, of course, because we're looking at a logo on an ad, a logo on our clothes, a logo on the detergent, a logo on the furniture. Every car that you see while you're driving. Every car that you see while you're driving, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Um, so there's this degree of uh, just the human function where we can't function by paying attention to every single one. So we learn to filter out anything that sort of fits into that expectation. So let's say you're you're walking down the grocery aisle looking for that cereal that you want. You're filtering out everything that doesn't look like that cereal, even though you can argue all those cereals really look the same. The colors are different, but in general it's, you know, there's kind of a look to cereal. Um, so th- there's a lot that can be done by being different. So one of the big things that we always do is look at what is the competition doing? What are their colors? What does their logo look like? What do their photos look like? What does their website look like? And how can we be different enough, but at the same time be feel appropriate? Because you it'd be easy to be a detergent and design a black box um, and unless you're designed for black clothes, nobody's going to buy it because they're going to go, oh, that's not appropriate. I don't want my clothes black. So there, there's a, you know, an appropriateness that you have to take into account. But that's a really easy way to get uh, a lot of leverage in, in what you do. But I think you could argue with Chattanooga FC, we're not really that different of a logo. We've got a reference to a soccer ball in there and stars, and those are pretty common round for sure. So I think the other degree is sort of uh, making a nod towards history and trying to use sort of styles and shapes that at least can last 
for a certain amount of time. And then the fascinating thing for me as a designer is, you know, we, we've had a lot of experience where we create things for clients on a budget. And so you hand over a lot of the designs that you did to them for them to execute or them to give to printers to execute or other people who don't really care as much. Um, there is a common theme with designers where we can't, we can't let things be just the way they are. We have to screw them up. We have to add <laughs> elements of like, no, this is my style. I've had to do it. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's what all designers do. And so there's been plenty of times, you know, I send my baby off to college and comes back a dope smoking idiot, you know, they're like, what happened to my kid? What the, you know, what did you do? <laughs> Um, Which kid are you talking about? Oh, there's plenty. <laughs> all all the logo brands that we've done. So there were, but anyway, there's not been this sense of a fan um, like you have with a sports team. And I was aware that that was going to happen, and I was curious what would happen when we created Chattanooga FC and kind of put it out there uh, for other people to embrace and use. And so it's been fascinating to kind of watch the Chattahooligans and what they've done. Uh, w with the brand and really to a degree, you just kind of have to let it go. Like just people, fans are going to do what they're going to do. Um, and that's kind of the beauty of it for the people to embrace it and kind of change it and make it. So that, that's a weird difference with a, a brand for a sports team that is just not always there with, with most brands. Um, so I don't know if I even answered your question. Now you're, what was the side made me think of what was the first thing? What was the first thing you thought when you saw the giant CFC logo painted on the, uh, the giant flag that we have? Oh, love that. The, that's like stuff that you're just like, that's, that's what you hope when you create something is that people will embrace it as much. I mean, Chattanooga is really, it, it's amazing how much, we just kind of accidentally fell into a way to cheer for the city. That's mm. really oh, yeah. what it's about. Yeah. Uh, and that's why I think we've been so successful is like, yes, people love soccer and sports are a reason to get together. But the majority of the people that come to our stadium in the course of a season really don't care about soccer. So it's it, one of those things that's amazing. Yeah. I found that a lot of people when they first come and don't really care about soccer, a lot of people have started caring a lot about soccer. That's exactly yeah. right. That's exactly right. It completely my, my, ruins you. Myself it included. Does. It wrecks you. Yeah. Same as, thing. Actually, as as, as... as now I have to watch more bad soccer in the morning. And <laughs> that's then, exactly right. And then pray exactly. that the result goes different. I can't tell you how many times my wife comes home and like, why are you watching the MLS? You hate this. It was like, I just got to see what they're doing. <laughs> I got to watch something. Um, and but We're going to get to a rapid, uh, rapid fire here in a second. Uh, I just had a thought. Oakland Roots did something that I think uh, most fans, at least from the outside, non-designers view as very interesting and very new. Yes. What did you think uh, of what do you what do you think of their branding? Um, I think it's great. I really enjoy it. It's uh, unorthodox. It totally fits Oakland and San Francisco. Mm -hmm. I think um, they're very much of the time of what they're doing. As a designer, you know, there's nitpicky things that I would do differently, but it's you know, it's it, it's silly. It, you could really have 20 designers design around the exact same specifications mm. and they would all produce something very different. It's kind of like, like cooks or chefs, I guess, you know, yeah. somebody would go traditional and like, this is what the history of this Italian dish is. And other people go, here's my riff on it. And uh, you yeah. Know. So. so your only, basically your only problem with it would be like how you would put your individual spin on the theme. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, 
I just I think they're doing something really. Cool. I don't. I'll be interested to see how it ages. Yes. Um. That is that that is the question. That's my. I think that's the problem that that we're getting faced with is we used to feel uh, a little bit edgy outsider entrepreneur in what we're doing, and now because of technology being able to change, we're you know I have people all the time like, why don't we do something like this and something like this and like. Well, that's really dated or that's really ugly, but I'm glad that you like that. <laughs> so there, there's, there's some of that where, uh, as a designer, you do place a little bit, you can either place the weight on, no, it's of this time. And this is the only time it's valuable. And, you know, I'll probably regret it in the future, but it was, you know, it'll come back around or I'm working really hard to make this timeless, which is really hard to grab like uh, there's no it's it is not easy to do that did you see the fc tucson rebrand or not fc tucson um the roughnecks rebranded to fc tulsa. tulsa fc tulsa yes i did and i feel like because i don't remember it i'm not it's not really okay all that good. that's fair um also did you see the san diego loyal you were i almost made a joke while you were talking about detergents earlier um the san diego no, loyal okay so we're gonna oh, we're, no. we did an mpsl segment on this earlier um the loyal they're they oh, are called the loyal i Look did the, see the, the chicago diego, okay the now, chicago right fire. now producer Sorry. jay has pulled up the chicago fire as soon as we were talking about rebranding yeah. i had so, to so figure this what out are, what are your thoughts on the original chicago fire logo so the original fired logo is probably one of the better ways to spin the name and the idea of it making feels it very like a firefighter firefightery logo yeah. yes um, which they didn't do a good job of the first time. They didn't do a hot job of it. I meant, I meant in the 1800s when the fire happened. That did not go very well. Um, but the, <laughs> the logo. The, oh, Matt. Love you. The logo uh, is, uh, there's at least something there. It could have been done a lot better. Um, but that, That's the, a ladder crest. Yes. Which is like yeah. every fire yes. hall and has ladder has like a yes. specific type. Yeah. In oh, each, interesting. In each state, yes. they have different divisions. Yeah. So there's a lot of thinking behind it. How it translates visually is not amazing, but it's certainly distinct. And it kind of looks good as a crest. It's unusual. Um, and then this new one is a bit... Uh, oh, dumpster fiery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the technical yes, term for it. That's the technical term. Like the old, one, so the old one's much so much wrong better. With it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's tried so, to do it. It's simply, uh, and the idea of kind of reflecting the cityscape and the fire is an, an interesting idea, but it's really really clumsy. They also decided they're no longer a soccer club; they're a football club. That's right. They're which seems FC. like a big deal. That's a big deal. So well, it's when whenever Nisa would do things wrong, Matt would tweet at them, "Hey, if you guys need help, I'm here. Yeah. Like, hit me up." Yes. I think felt Speaking like of, so. There, Nisa's never listened. To there, me. there was oh, never. Of there was a, a gentleman. I think it's a gentleman. I guess it could have been a, a, a lady, but I remember from their Twitter, they 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 were like, "Look, this took me five minutes, and it, this is a terrible logo, but I've redone it. And all they did was flip the colors around and change some of the like thicknesses of the lines, and they they cleaned it up so it looked almost passable." 
And then somebody pointed out as well on Twitter, and I have no idea if this is true, but they were like, look, sometimes when you're a designer, you give somebody three or four choices because you have to give them a certain one, and one of them's terrible on purpose. It's a throwaway, and they pick the throwaway. Yes, yes. And, that and happens were, a lot. And That's they, why you stop giving throwaways. throwaways. Yep. The, the, their suggestion was that this yeah. might have been the throwaway. It's possible. It's highly possible. On Piggybacking off of what Matt would do with them, I thought really hard but never did it, but I wanted to say, like tweet, at Chicago Fire www.widgetsandstone.com Really, <laughs> really That's wanted like, to hey, do that. Click on that logo breakdown. Have you seen this one? No. Oh, so this one... I'm th- wondering if this... Uh, can you go to the website? Go to see. This uh, this person did a rebrand based on, um, uh, I believe, an amateur team that plays there that has a very similar logo. I believe this is who this is. And he's a designer, the, the gentleman who you can tell who did yeah, this. He's thinking through so it. this is the one he did. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, so uh, which yeah. Dude, I, I think is fantastic. Awesome. It's much, much better. See I the bottom, the Twitter. little throwback bottom? Yes. Yep. Like to the old logo? Yep. Uh, that's cool. I, I, I'm screenshotting this. This story. is one of the, I went, I mean, I, I love watching the t- tire fire on Twitter. So this, this, yes. yeah. this rebrand has been Anytime amazing. Anytime tire fire? Anything goes wrong with the MLS or USL, it is extremely enjoyable. But this is a, a trend class. I don't really like about the 21st century, but when you have all these sort of digital companies, it's really easy to change your logo and update well, it. Well, it's a little bit like and what Juventus them, did. Yes. They went They went to a... Did you like that? I love I, that Juventus did an ugly logo, I, but I don't, I don't, I don't I, like I hate the logo. It. I hate everything about it. Yes. It's designed for a Twitter avatar or for yes. f- to yep. be displayed well on digital. There, like a... They designed a J, and my understanding is it's best letter in the alphabet. First off, but continue. I mean, I guess coming from a guy whose Instagram handle is letter J, (laughs) it's not even your first name. That's true, but we. I'm going to edit that. Also, no, I'm kidding. People can know that. But they, they did okay. it. My understanding is they did it for two reasons. And I, and I have, I'm, I, have a seg, I have a segue because I'm wondering, I have a question right after this, then we'll get to some rapid fire because I know we got to let Paul get out of here. He's a, he's a grown up. But they, there were two reasons they did this rebrand. Number one, they wanted a digitally um, uh, adequate logo, a logo that, that really reproduced well on digital. And I get that. I think they did a bad job. Like, I don't like it. But number two, apparently the original Juventus logo was not copyrighted properly and trademarked properly because it was so old. They were not able to uphold their copyrights. And so like copy, they could, you know, a Chinese company could come in and make them and they had no, like, and, and you can make bootleg copies. And they, they had a very hard time like really enforcing that is my understanding. So they rebranded in part because of that. Interesting. Um, so who, yeah, I, no I mean, they should have, have stayed no with, sympathy. They should have stayed with the old one. I mean, for no sure, sympathy. but they how, deserve how, it. How many logos of, of USL teams that go to MLS how many logos get worse? Oh, Minnesota had a great logo. All oh, Minnesota. The most part. Well, that was that was an NASL team, but yeah, but it was a great logo. Minnesota had a great logo. FC Cincinnati's logo needed a rebrand for MLS. Yes, sure, mm-hmm. but yes. all what they got wasn't great. No, Nashville's logo is, oh. is, is actually was so good. It's actually it good, good now. Hey, I I, did, I no, never it, said it this, not, but it was it was, not, it was, it was pretty good now. It was oh, pretty right, good right, before right, that. Right now, right yeah, now, the USL, the USL yeah, logo is yeah, pretty good. Yes, yeah, very. Good. Oh, the the NSC logo, like that. Yeah, like yeah. The, the, the yeah. one, the one that we'll see a lot more next year. Awful. Yeah. Just, just terrible. You mean very strange? Yeah. It's 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 rough. So now you know who has a good logo, and it's like a terrible logo, but it's good, and I hope they never change it. The New England Revolution. 
Yes. Oh, the soccer ball with the flag and yeah. the yeah. Like, I love it. Like, yeah. It's no, it, it's yeah. bad, but it's awesome. But it's like, so good. It's, it's so it. bad. It's They've good. They kept it long enough that it's coming back around. Their it's, website is still revolutionsoccer.net. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> so really? Yeah. Pull it up right now. Um, Do it. Well, I don't have uh, like dial-up broadband. You'll probably still be able to find it. <laughs> I think I think there might be like a tiny little link on the Patriots website where it might it might oh show up. Oh my goodness! Up, Wait, which, that is bizarre. Which also yeah, uh, revolutionsoccer.net. Which it, also probably is the same space that the revolution to co- occupy Robert Kraft's mind. That's a little bit like yes. living in Chattanooga and having a Comcast. Yeah. <laughs> Hey. Dang it! <laughs> so my my question. Uh, no no shout out to Comcast. Com- coming out of these crazy rebrands, and that's also really cool graphics on the back. I yeah, like that a lot. I like the illustration on uh, New England's website. Yeah, it's it's really it's cool. Very sponsor heavy, but yeah, all the sponsors are in color. And there's like, cannons and horses. Yeah, I mean it, it, they play fully into the revolution part. If you were going to have to re- rebrand CFC, or if you were going to rebrand number one what are some of the things you would do differently and what are what's a reason that you would think that would actually force you to do some rebranding i mean obviously this whole hypothetical without crew saying anything hmm if we had to join a join a league that required us to fork over our entire lives and we just wanted to give them the bad stuff uh, (laughs) i see what you did there hmm um I could definitely do it. There's always something exciting about kind of going back and what would you redo? What would you keep? Like that was interesting looking at uh, what the Chicago fire that dude was doing as an exercise. Uh, yeah. Let's shout out this guy, by the way. What's this guy? Enrique. I can't. Or in Enrique Alvarado. Alvarado. Yeah. The Enrique, Enrique Alvarado. Alvarado.com. Yeah, look up his website because he's got a sweet breakdown of the Chicago. Uh, he's a cannabis. He's a oh, designer, he's a, cannabis enthusiast, and amateur woodworker, woodworker living in Denver. Living in Denver. What a bad, bad man! It's fantastic. Wow, a, a person that's not from Chicago can do a better job than the people that are hired to make your logo yeah. in Chicago. It's because the people that were hired were probably not in Chicago. No, you're one hundred percent franchise. Right. Yeah. Some Ma- some, some design logo. some design yep. shop in New York with people that have never yeah. been outside the city in their lives. Um, so like the, I think we've been in a couple of logo competitions and it, I think it's mainly because our fans are awesome and vote for us that we win. Um, one of the criticisms is having the circle shape, having the ball shape, having this, the, the soccer ball reference. Uh, I might drift away from that to be a little bit more what's about the city. Um, if we were to do, would you have a, would you have a bridge in it? I, w- I would, but, but also, like, or, or a couple triangle for spires, sure not. What we make, what we make fun of a lot of times for, especially lower league teams that have like this just massive like ball. Yep, is like at least ours was more subtle. It's an ode to a soccer ball, but it's not a soccer. That ball. That is my hope. That is my hope. But it, that has been a criticism. Like, uh, you know, I think the as awkward and weird as the Madison Fifty Sixers logo was, it's mm. an interesting logo. It's got some yeah. character it's all about the type and someone did something they probably shouldn't have done or they should have done better but it's it's an interesting for you relatively newer mpsl fans or china fc fans the madison 56ers were the team you played in the semifinals of the 2010 that's NPSL right Championship. that's right one of the best games on my my list that was an awesome game to be at i was there with six 
friends, I guess. He was also a Thursday, as I recall. It was a Thursday down in Huntsville. Or Madison, sorry. Madison. Yeah, it's, it's Madison. Alabama, not Wisconsin. <laughs> oh. Fun fact. Uh, Madison. I didn't know Madison. Or was Thomas it Madison, Clark Alabama? scored in that game. Oh. Gosh. We won two to zero. That's Robbie amazing. Hill scored a second goal that was amazing. He was sliding across the ground, hitting it. It was. We went back one, two to zero. They outplayed us, but we still won. Thomas Clark scored. <laughs> shout, shout out to the shaved bird, Thomas Clark. Shaved bird. That's what he told us when we like to ask people about talking trash. He said somebody in college called him a shaved bird. <laughs> Perfect. The tallest half Japanese person I know. He's so tall. You stand next to him. You're like, I knew you were tall, but you're a giant. <laughs> he is so tall. Uh, one of the reasons why uh, Paul knows knows these things from the past is that he also keeps uh, records uh, for CFC for the entire. Yeah, but he knew how that goal history. was scored. There's no way he has in the note section sliding goal of the Google. No, Doc. that's just memory. Oh, I was there. Memory. I was very excited. It was awesome. Yeah. All right, so let's uh, let's go to some rapid fire. Go. What do you say? What is your favorite all-time soccer jersey that's not CFC? I was looking at some today to just kind of refresh my memory. Um, and unfortunately, I love all of the pre-sponsor jerseys. And I think uh, top of the list is one of the Torino jerseys from when they were Il Grande Torino in Torino. I think they'd won five uh, Scudetto in a row or something, and then their plane crashed and killed all their players. That was uh, – I was trying to find it today. I couldn't. There was some retro uh, jersey site where they had this jersey that's uh, a maroon color, claret, color of wine, had this giant uh, Italy shield where it has the colors of the, of the flag on it, and then it also had laces kind of through a collar, kind of a rugby style kind of a collar. And I haven't been able to find it online. Like those, I don't know like what. those. Oh, there's the there's the shield. Yes, there's yes. the shield right there. Yes, you can find plenty jerseys. of the jerseys with the the shield or with a collar, but there's none with this kind of. Um, I don't know what to call it, but laces through the this kind of that's, white that's collar. A, that's it's very hockey. Really, thing. yeah. Hockey. Which is really really too. cool. I I really love that. And then I found an old Boca Juniors jersey book pre-sponsor, which was this dark blue with this gold band just straight through the middle. They who, still have the gold band. Yeah, to, they still have the gold day. band. That that is really really awesome. Um, I've always been a fan of anything sort of sky blue. So some of Lazio's jerseys and some of Napoli's jerseys I really enjoyed. Like when Maradona played mm, for Napoli, those, there's some really good Those light there. blues those light were blues so good. Were really pretty. Um, and then uh, I think Inter's had some really interesting jerseys. This last year, is, or this year's jersey yes, is fantastic. very nice. There was one where they had like a, a snake down the side of like an alternate or a third jersey because Il Bicione is the, the nickname of the big snake. What is that about? I don't know. I'm a little afraid to find out. <laughs> uh, but that's the nickname for Milan. The, so anyway, there, there's there's a lot out there. I'll send you some pictures. And then Holland, they're, every now and then they have this pure orange yes. jersey with this black cool logo on it that is just absolutely And that, that lion lo- logo. Yes, lion. Yeah. it's yeah. just, yeah. When, when you go retro on that, I think that was a 70s jersey or something. I'll send you the pictures. Uh, favorite... Favorite U.S. men's national team jersey? Oh yes. Uh, I, I I'm sorry, but I've become a non-U.S. 
fan when it comes to soccer. I root against us. So I I know there's been some that I've liked, but I, I'll have to go research it because it, it's U.S. Soccer Federation has clouded my opinion. Fair, of fair that's enough. fair. It's fair, fair enough. Uh, it's the okay. centennial, though. The correct answer is the centennial. So th- there's I th- do like the effort of the new the new badge. Like it, it's a little bit clumsy, but I like claiming that heritage. It's that it's grown it's grown on me. Yes, at first it was a little bit like ah, it seems like you could have done more. But the more I look at it, also I, I like it. Also, if you see it on a hundred foot by hundred foot sign on a, like a side of a stadium, it looks really good. Mm-hmm. So the answer is the correct answer is the centennial. It's the centennial, yeah. And the Waldo. Yeah, hundred percent. Those are the two best U.S. jerseys. And they should make that like. Just yeah, and over and over. One, one of the things that kills me about U.S. soccer is they have no defined identity at all. No, absolutely, it's all over the map. Are you, do you all mean do you mean visual. in terms of in terms of like in every or fa- like the, on the field or okay in every uh, facet in, of yes <laughs> yes 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 uh, that was a cheap shot. So favorite By cheap. All, I mean, well, expected I mean, deserved. Um, favorite all time crest not CFC. Um, I really like the Boca Juniors. Yeah, something about that shield with with the stars. Um, man, that's a tough one. Yeah, and we didn't prep Paul in any of these. By the way, we just typed them out. And uh, oh, as I was driving over here, Matt and I, I talked about these on the phone. So, uh, really, uh, Valencia for some reason the bat. I don't know. No, it's cool. I don't know why, but that's a that's a really weird one that I like. Man, there's a lot more, but I am drawing a blank. I'm not good at these kind of that's all right. quick thinking things. Uh, how about maybe something that'll 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 bring a little extra life, uh, and because negative opinions sometimes do. Your opinion on the worst crest in pro soccer? Oh man! Hey Jay, type in the now, San Diego Loyal. Now it may not be you know. The actual worst whatever that you had yes. to rank, but right. like something that stands right. out that's absolutely terrible. In pro soccer, well, I'm probably gonna. <laughs> have you seen this? <laughs> this is the so, so this is the Landon Donovan. <laughs> this is back. This is now. Like this is like weeks ago, Brand a couple new. weeks ago. The this the is, biggest me- Mexico men's national team fan, hey. Landon Donovan. This is a, a laundry detergent as us pro soccer team yeah, really that that, that like sneering it's, laugh it you just so heard was, was we Paul's we talked about look. we talked about this in a in a past segment and we said it looks like detergent but yeah. does it not also look like brawny yes yes, yes. that's i thought yeah, about I that later that. those those are paper towels that you have on the field playing soccer yes. there're going to be so many jokes about their that their defense is bad <laughs> um <sighs> they do have a little ode to football like to American football because they're going to be affiliated, I think, with the Chargers in some way. Mm-hmm. With so the they Chargers, have, the Chargers aren't even aren't even LA, Who is who are they affiliated with? Nobody. I, anyway, they're supposed to, their their whole thing is that all the other pro sports oh have left besides the Padres yes. have left, and the Padres okay. have threatened leaving oh, forever. Literally in the name. And the Padres Lord. had kind of not that color scheme, but that sort of approach when I was growing up in the seventies and eighties. Yeah, they were, they were it crazy was for a while. Crazy. Um, were, so their whole thing is like we're going to be loyal pull and up like a bunch stay. Of the MLS logos. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's go. <laughs> uh, like, like they want to, they want to, whatever they want to stay. Apparently, 
All right. What do you What did you think of the MLS rebrand when they went from the terrible soccer kicking ball to like this whole terrible shield. color shield uh, thing? This is Make, a, as long as you put terrible before it, then it's. This right. is a good idea. It is not executed very well. Would it be Would it be better on the execution if on the on the half of the shield that wasn't being used, if the actual club crests were thrown in on the on the? It probably would. Yeah, actually. Well, there's a there's some. I don't understand why it is that every time somebody rebrands, there's some kid who doesn't get paid to design things. Yeah. That like, and usually yeah. like a Dutch kid somewhere yeah. that designs a spectacular <laughs> version where you're like, this seems so simple. The Dutch it's so much are, better. Are very good. Okay, so uh, it probably would be easiest to list what is good. Do it. Do <laughs> okay, it. do it. We're looking at for the for the uh, listeners the out there. We're try looking to, at go a, basically a big um, yeah. Just start at the top left and go right until you see something good. We're looking at all of the logo current logos of MLS teams. This this will include uh, Inter Miami and, and Austin Nashville and yeah. Austin as well. Yeah, oh and Austin and Austin. I actually like Austin, but a tree makes absolutely no sense to me. I guess there's probably some. Well, logo the, explainer. The beautiful thing about the, having a tree is that they're really, really loyal, and their owner is obviously a very loyal Clearly. owner and would never Clearly. try to steal a team never. of another what, city. Wouldn't an never. oil well make more sense? Never. An oil well. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you do uh, like Austin's logo? No. Uh, I like that it's different. Uh, uh, Columbus Crew's new logo is okay. Yeah, I like Columbus's. Um. I really like Portland. I like yeah, I like Portland. The I we're not there yet. That's we're not there yet though. I like sorry. uh, Where Cincinnati was going, I do not like where it landed. Correct. Um, Poor Dallas with a cow. (laughs) Did you ever see our redesign of the Dallas logo? (laughs) No. Hold on, while you're going there, we'll search for the redesign of the Dallas logo. Um, Liked Miami's explanation of what they were going to do. Do not like where they landed. Um, I've kind of. The LA Galaxy logo is bad, but I've kind of grown to love it. LAFC people seem to like it uh, for the the w- wings tying into something that I didn't understand. Uh, I know. Angels, I guess. Yes, I think it was the Angels. Have to like the Minnesota. I'm sorry, I'm from Minnesota. Get the loons. I like the, I like their logo now. It's fine. I mm-hmm. like their old one. Even yeah, better. but their old one was better. They're it's never going to be able to put a loon on a jersey again, though, because Adidas sucks. That's right. But yeah. I do Adidas I do like that. Terrible. Why are they so bad? What do you think of LA's logo? LAFC, I mean. I don't mind LAFC. It's uh, it's all right. It's not great. Um, I don't mind New York City FC, but it. It looks a lot like us. It looks a lot like us. It, looks it a looked like a Memphis whole City. lot like us before. So, so the first time when I first called the best soccer show back in the day, and they're, they've recently rebooted, but they're this amazing podcast. And I called them, and they're they're pretty well known. And I called in from Chattanooga, and I we talked about Chattanooga FC, and they they looked up the logo, and he was like, "How mad were you when LAFC or when, when NYCFC stole your logo?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the one before this was even more like us. The, there was sort of a manhole cover. Inspired design and uh, uh, token for subway buses, etc. It was a, a great idea and it was a good design, but it felt a whole lot like us. And this one feels a lot less. Um, I do like Portland. I don't mind a, a Philadelphia Union. I always have loved the "Don't Tread on Me" kind of snake, and they kind of worked that in, which is a little unusual. The colors are just kind of. Strange. They're like ours, I guess. Now they've got a sky and a. I mean, sort of. Navy black. 
but it's just weird. It's just more off. It's more cyan. Um, so again, Portland, and that's about it. I so I kind of like Orlando's, and yes, I, I think the Orlando's, reason why I kind I of like that. it is I because it's just different than everything else. Well, and the purple. That's what I was going to yeah. ask you. Like, who else does purple besides Fiorentina? Yeah. So there's right. Orlando. Who else? Anybody? I can't think of anybody else who's as a, a primary. Um, I'm sure there's someone in the lower. What league. I it's always loved was Palermo was went, pink. Oh yes, 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 yes that's good. Love and, like. Wow, that, that always, there's another Spanish team that's pink as well. Which, which is why Those it's, it's mind-boggling like, mind to me that with the the leaks that we've seen so far about Inter Miami's jerseys, they're not leaning head into the vice head pink. on into. Pink. I know yes, Miami Vice. Yes, they They've should got have it going uh. on. Like if the, if there was any club, and and maybe and and maybe Adidas is waiting around to see mm-hmm. what kind of signings they have mm-hmm. uh, in terms of like star star talent, right? But if there was ever a club. That Adidas would say, you know what? Let's break the let's break the mold for not having these most boring, worthless kit templates ever, and go fully custom, fully insane. It's Miami and it's pink, or it's black on pink on black, or oh, that would whatever. be amazing. Yes, but like something. Yeah, I don't know why they don't do, like. Uh, so what happens with Adidas and Germany? Because Adidas Germany jerseys are good. Everyone else's jerseys. Not good. Occasionally they do Argentina right, but that is it with the national teams. Like what? What is going on? I don't know. I don't know. Is it Germany just overrides them? You will design it this way. Uh, you're not going to see this, but there's the FC Dallas logo redesign we did. Um, I think ours is object- better. objectively better. It's a bull turned around with a star over something right below the tail and some things hanging right below the legs. Yes, it's definitely interesting. Well, so Adam uh, Michalika, shout out Adam if you're listening, did a did an awesome job just basically mirroring the logo. He uh, mm-hmm. he was like, I did a logo redesign, guys. We're like, all right. And then he like flipped it around. And you see he even used the bull horns to contour yes. the... Brilliant. I mean, like, he Brilliant. just did such a good job. And then they hand-painted that tail yes. to make it just a little uh, yeah. little less fun. Uh, let's let's jump back since we kind of... <laughs> Derailed. Totally Veered off derailed. there. <laughs> uh, what's your opinion on the worst logo in all of pro sports not so, not necessarily just soccer you said the, you said nfl needs the most help with branding right who has the worst logo in pro sports or the one you'd most like to just like redo because it just bugs you um the browns they don't have a logo <laughs> really i mean it's colors it's an interesting <laughs> challenge i would like dread if the browns call me tomorrow i'll be like oh crap <laughs> like, <laughs> um Oh, Jay, producer Jay has pulled up the New Orleans Pelicans. That is a logo. Oh, my. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen that or, like, really seen that. That's yeah. relatively new, too. Yeah. it's a, Yeah, because the Hornets were given back to Charlotte after probably the worst thing that the NBA has ever put out, which is the Charlotte Bobcats. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot yeah. about this. I mean, yeah, they were so bad that they don't exist anymore. Um, let's see if we can find a logo <laughs> here. Down to the right. Down to the right. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that is awful. Wow. Yeah. Not that looks like a D20 college team. Like, mm. not even D3 or also, D2. Like, also, if terrible. the NBA was, like, set on giving the Charlotte Hornets their name back, which, like, good. They should have done that. That should have never been a thing. Why have they not given back the logo for the New Orleans Jazz? Yes. That makes so much more sense than Utah. Yeah. And the, the Lakers, put them back in Minnesota. Give them back. 
Yes. Move the wolves to the LA. What the hell? The LA wolves are former before former LASL. It's crazy. No, that was a where are they? LA wolves. UPSL. 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 UPSL team. So come, come on, like, let's like let's, let's like let's have an off season where we just do all the smart things that we should have done a long time ago. Yes, yeah. Oh, but you don't have millions of dollars and you don't have a say in anything, so it doesn't matter because there are people who are making decisions who just because they have money get to do things. And I agree with that's your how, really that's how, long side. That's how this works, actually. <laughs> yes, that is how this works. Uh, what's this first soccer game you ever attended, Paul? Ever attended? Maybe, maybe I mean, like, the first like, big like game. Pro, like not. not oh, uh, the first big game would have been uh, sophomore in college. We went to see a, a U.S. friendly in Florida, and I feel like they played Sweden. Uh, I feel nice. Like that's what I saw. Uh, I'd have to double check it, but uh, I think we won like three to one. I don't really remember. It's nice. Kind of boring. <laughs> no, you. I mean, look, U.S. games not. You know, especially back in those days, not bad. Yeah. Yeah, back then uh, it was exciting. Um, we were, felt like we were kind of up and coming. It was leading to the team that played in 94, which was pretty impressive considering we had no National League at the yeah. time. It was, it was pretty yeah. amazing. What's the most memorable memorable game you've ever attended? CFC included if you want to include them or not. You can include If you them include if you CFC. Or actually, let's do a CFC game and then let's do a non-CFC game. Okay, interesting. Um, most memorable. There's a, there's a lot I remember. Um, I mean, that national championship game of 18,000 plus was kind of off the charts. Mm. Um, yeah. But equally up there, like I mentioned, was the, the semifinal game in 2010. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why that was so sort of visceral, like us winning that was pretty amazing. Um, also the semifinal in 2014 when we almost got to 10,000. Uh, Sacramento was, gold. Yeah. And the we went down one to nothing early. It was like on a, on a oh wonder goal. My, yeah. yeah. An amazing. When you see a wonder goal, yeah. like it was just, Greco was just off his line. Greco was off his line, but the guy saw it and he put it where it needed to be. I mean, it, it was, it was scored from it was far out. Um, Man, uh, there's a lot of CFC games that rank in there. So going to Pittsburgh Riverhounds in the U.S. Open Cup. Oh, man. We go to... Me and Tim went, yes, in 2011, and we went up 2-0, to zero, and Ivan Heredia had a goal from 45 yards out. Same thing. He saw the goalie out and, and scored to put us up one nothing early, and then Chris Oching had a goal. Um and then we gave it away. They put in their pros kind of in the last <laughs> 10 minutes, and they took us to overtime and beat us 3-2 to two in overtime. Um, uh, there, there's so many of those. That, that After we got pounded by the NASL Silverbacks in the U.S. Worst we've ever been beaten. 5 to nothing. It could have been 9 or 10 yeah, nothing. Probably Greg saved a, a penalty in like stoppage time in the pouring down rain. Um, then the next year, that same club comes back and we really should have beat him that yeah. Yeah. gave that, that, that penalty, penalty softest penalty softest oh. penalty in the world to get them to tie and then they, that was a very good goal to win it they won they scored yeah, yeah. the, the, the next goal. goal was good yes but that we should have won the 80, an 87th minute penalty that was not a penalty it was not a penalty that was that was i was so proud i was like oh my gosh this is the team and now i know they sold their whole team so it wasn't the same players but um 
man, stuff like that stands out. Now I've been to Verona and I've watched us. Uh, I got to see um, Inter Milan play against Verona. That was a memorable game. I was at the World Cup and I got to see Ronaldo play <laughs> North Korea. And oh, nice! When they won seven to nothing. <laughs> so there's some memorable ones out there. Um, but I, I think the CFC games rise to the top because there's this, that much. Um, there's that much more connection. Uh, yeah, connection to it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, these questions are going to say board member, but yeah. I, I think I want you. I want you to take it as someone that's involved in the design process. Got it. Could um, could be board member. Could be whoever. Could be a staff person. Could be whoever. Who is who is most likely uh, to want a crazy design? Like Jerseys. Who, who like who's out there? Jersey wise. Yes. Uh, that's going to be a toss up between Tim and Marshall Brock, Tim Kelly and Marshall Brock. They, they, yeah. Occasionally, I feel like, yeah, yeah. What? What? <laughs> what are you talking about? That's what I feel like <laughs> half the time with him. Okay, and then and then kind of same same mindset. Who is least likely to want something crazy? Who wants like the most traditional? Maybe safe is the right word. You can't say Matt Coniglio. No. Um, because that's the answer, but he doesn't count. The safest. I'm, I'm, I'm good for crazy, just like in certain moments. I don't know. I'm gonna have to think about that. They're, I think they get drowned out. The the so I, I don't I'm ever shocked. know who they are. The I feel the like safest. Sheldon is the safe guy. Yes, I think Sheldon would be pretty safe. I think that's right, and that's why he's good at what he does. And that's why he is good at what he does. Definitely. There's there's a lot to be said for safe. <laughs> us designers don't like it and then later on we're like you know i wish i could have taken that back so it, our, here's the question for you in that equation of, of out there or or safe where do you fall usually in these conversations are you pulling it further out or are you pushing it back to uh safer that uh, that's where i'm probably driving people crazy because it, it just depends there's sometimes i'm like let's do this crazy thing and they're like who are you and there's other times like this year, I'm like, let's do this. And they're like, that's boring. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, man. Well, I think that's concluded a marathon round. Of, I know. We went very long. Of, of I don't envy the editing. <laughs> uh, producer Jay's going to be really good at this. Uh, yeah. <sighs> It'll be fun. We, the we first podcast that. episode we released four weeks later. <laughs> We re-referenced that the uh, the Hummel announcement was just a few days before, so yes. we'll find out. Uh, That's right. I, uh, How fast? I, I look forward to having our having our uh, <laughs> having our home the, opener tomorrow. When we post, <laughs> when we post it, it won't it won't like there will be no text, but like twenty four days. Star. <laughs> Correction. So oh, yeah, thank you, Paul, for being so generous with your time. Yeah, it's been um, a blast. If people want to get thank in you. touch with you on on social media, yes. uh, where can they find you? Uh, yell at you about about jerseys. Thank you for your hard work. Where can they Where can they get at you? Uh, anywhere, I guess. I'm on Twitter and LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram. All those places. Cool. And we, re- we referenced your Twitter handle earlier. All, all the same. This all be Paul Rustin. Paul Rustin. I think. Oh, you must. You have a unique enough name to get your name. Yes, everywhere. I do. There, I'm related to every Rustin, which I guess we're supposed to be pronounced Rustin. It's Norwegian. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Yeah, there's not many Norwegians. Oh, in I, the U.S. And it gets. Yeah, actually, I, I, I think there's as much as there is in Norway, or maybe more. 
but interesting. Anyway, yeah. Interesting fact, when uh, right after the 2010 World Cup, there was a book written called Soccernomics. Yeah. Actually, it was written before, but it kind of was produced after. But Norway was found as the most soccer-crazy country in the world. That's wild. Uh, wow. Also, Stefan Zemanski, owner random, of CFC. Yeah, co- owner of CFC. And That's random right. fact, That's right. he once opened for me at a soccer conference. <laughs> That's right. I was there. I saw it. I don't know that I would describe it that way. <laughs> Listen, I, it's been so hard for me not to put that as my Twitter bio. You need to. You need to. Oh, he would good. love it. That's good. Yeah, uh, I saw him. Uh, I saw him a few months ago in Detroit, and he like kind of, sort of recognized me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Did he go the other way? No, 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 no. Okay. He was he was gracious, but he could def- I could definitely tell he recognized me, but he was not sure from where and why he should and did definitely didn't feel like he should recognize me. <laughs> but Mr. Smansky, uh, Dr. Smansky, excuse me, and I run in different Doctor, circles. Yes. So I uh, Very different. Producer Jay, if people want to find you on Twitter or Instagram or wherever else the children go, where do they find you? <laughs> the children. So I'm uh, J underscore Buchanan on Twitter, but where I'm most prevalent, you can find me at letter J, L-E-T-T-E-R-J-A-Y on Instagram. Matt? You can find me on Twitter at whiskey is fine. You can find me on Instagram, but I actually don't remember what it is. I am Caniglio. Cool. And uh, my name is Andrew Brzee, better known as Breezy, and you can find me at Andrew Brzee. Thank you guys for listening.